0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to WeirdGeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We are Tessalate. we Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's referenced, and no infringement is intended. Geeks. Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome back to the we Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me for a penultimate episode... In this franchise, is ah, uh, is ah, oh, depends if you're American or English, probably, because you guys fuck with your is's, let me tell you, it really messes me up. Uh, Alexander Chard, hey, you
1: wanna fool around?
0: Alison <laughs> Holland, hello. And Thomas McCann,
2: hey, you wanna get drunk?
3: <laughs> you gotta combine those two <coughs> to get the official line.
2: <laughs> oh, nah.
0: well, yeah. everyone's everyone's just trying out their chat up lines, and Ali's just, hello. But that's thought, the work. That's all the work she has to do. That's all she needs yeah. to
2: do. That's how good Ali is. I've got, um, I've got, a, I've got a new chart upline from this movie, but we'll, we'll get there later. We're going <laughs> to highlight it. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we're, of
0: course, here to talk about Jaws: colon, The Revenge. Came out in 1987. It gets a 3 out of 10 on the old IMDb. Fuck. Uh, I
1: noticed that not all of the titles have the colon.
0: No, they're normally numbered. This one, no number. And we'll get to that There's a reason for it
2: It's because this movie Is really ass Lots
0: of colons (laughs) Infamously One of the No, no, I meant like The title of of this
1: film Specifically I've seen On HBO It was Jaws No colon Lowercase t For the And then capital R For revenge (laughs) Interesting (laughs) Revenge So it was like Jaws The revenge Like it was a person Like it's (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> to be fair, at the end, uh, the poster is just yours to revenge. On IMDb, of course. They like adding colons in on IMDb. Oh, we've got to add those colons. <laughs> you got to. Uh, you can never have too many. Mm-mm. But yeah, before, if you're new to us, hello, welcome. Please head on out to WeGeeks and all of the stuff with the things. Please subscribe, please rate. It helps us out a whole bunch because we do all this for free. We don't do patrons, we don't do banner ads. And by the love of all the things in the sea, we won't try and sell you any.
3: Wrinkly condoms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With no context, that's just the best thing to come straight out of your mouth.
3: Yeah, I mean, we know what we know what is the best it's about. Outcome. Straight out of your mouth,
0: <laughs> um, we do. Was we it the film? Do. Was it
1: Coneheads? Did you guys ever see that film? Mm-hmm. Didn't oh yeah. he, Didn't he chew on condoms in that? He thought it was like gum.
0: Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like something that would happen in either that no. film or Earth Girls Are Easy. No. One of those two. <laughs> All right, before we like to get into the movie, I'd no, like to look at the year that was. It was 1987. What a year. Someone has the top 10 worldwide box office of the films that made the money in the world. I hope you're ready for it.
1: Starting yes, at number 10.
0: Still...
1: <laughs> the Untouchables. Ooh, quality movie. What a fucking quality.
0: film. One of my favorite scores of all time. So good.
1: Kevin Costner's uh leading this, right? Yeah. Ooh. He's
0: in lots of great yeah. movies. This is like...
1: This is Pretty really awesome. heading into peak Costner time, isn't it?
2: Yeah, the, yeah, the glory years. JFK,
0: yeah. Untouchables.
1: If
3: anyone's interested Prince in these movies, there's a place in South Dakota just for you. No, there is. In Deadwood.
0: In <laughs> Deadwood. It's where fantastic. he stores he had-
3: all of his costumes. <laughs>
0: we're sitting there yeah. and, and there's just stuff along all the walls and Japanese posters and costumes. And we're like, fucking hell, someone's really creepily into Kevin Costner. <laughs> and then we talk to the waitress. She's like, yeah, he owns it. This is like he
3: his owns warehouse, the building.
1: basically. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Why Hi.
3: pay for storage when you can have a restaurant and storage in one?
1: Very valid. What was the best piece of Costner memorabilia there? Or the one that you liked the most to both of
0: you
3: i don't mm, i don't totally remember God,
0: you have to ask difficult questions man this was like four and a half years ago <laughs> <laughs> well, really then you were that.
3: lying <laughs> i remember the conversation we had in this restaurant but i don't remember specifically <laughs> what pieces of <laughs> yeah. costumes were. this was there. like the
0: first <laughs> trip we did with ali and me and we'd nate known each other like quite... a
3: month maybe
0: and nate and i this was before r.i.p nate but he was going through some stuff and he opened up like very honestly in this conversation with Ali just sitting there. And then I started talking to him very honestly. And we had this like very like raw conversation that Nate and I hadn't had that often, to be honest. And Ali's just sitting there quietly, just like, soaking in the dirty details, which he still kept bottled up until this moment. They will
3: all be revealed in a special a podcast. I'm a great secret keeper.
0: I'll say this. Good secret keeper.
2: I like to think so that place. Does that place doesn't serve you a glass of water because it's too painful a memory for the owner? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like we don't. We don't do water here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just really, really overpriced and just pretty <laughs> average. <laughs> <laughs> Falls out of a glass before you get a chance like, to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the list coming in at number nine: Moonstruck. I have not seen that. Share, maybe? I
0: have seen it, but yeah, I know people love it. Yep. I don't care.
1: Coming in number eight, you can hear all about this one because we've covered it Predator. I'll do the Predator noise. Wah. There we go. Awesome film.
3: I'll <laughs> <laughs> do the Predator noise. He was already Alex. doing it before he <laughs> <laughs> was asked.
1: Okay, I'll get ready to do the Predator noise for number seven The Secret of My Success. <laughs> what is that? So the, What's the that pre- film? the
2: Predator's memoirs?
1: Mm. <laughs> Coming in number six Lethal
0: Weapon mm. Shane Black Who's also in Predator
1: As an actor mm. There you go There you go Coming in number five Which is right after number six Good Morning Vietnam Robin Williams You right
0: before number six If you're going uh...
1: Yeah If you're going that
0: way Yeah Good morning what a, what a film One of the Robin Williams greats
1: Yeah I've got a, a t- I may have said this in a podcast Where we did this list But I've got a tape From when I was Four That I recorded on a little tape recorder Of me doing my own version of Good Morning Vietnam
0: <laughs> I would fucking love to
3: see I that I would love yeah. to see that. I'll, uh, Hear I'll, that
1: I'll see if I can get a copy off my phone uh, Because I think he'd put it on He'd digitize it Anyway, moving on Four, if you like late 80s Ghosts in the background conspiracy theories Three men and a baby
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, the I, remember. Oh, yeah. I remember that I was convinced just, it was real I,
1: Yeah, I remember s- my sister pointing it out to me And I cried
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> But it was
1: just the Ted Danson
0: cut out was t- Yeah, exactly <laughs> I just want to point out from your previous comment, Alex That's when you really know your parents care When they digitize your childhood <laughs> Yeah, exactly
3: <laughs> Still thinking about that
0: yeah. yeah, I was just thinking, no one ever digitized anything From my fucking childhood <laughs> Just waiting
1: for that opportunity when I've reached a certain level of success and they can profit mm. off it. <laughs> they
0: can it off of you. <laughs> Finally, long back paid off. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, coming in number three, Dirty Dancing.
3: Yeah,
1: classic it's a good movie. Great. Movie. Coming in number two, the sequel Was to Beverly Hills Cop. There's a sequel to Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop Two. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbled on my words there.
0: Probably the sequels of that should be just different regions of LA. Like Bel Air Cop. Yeah. West Hollywood Cop.
1: Okay, guys. Any guesses for number one?
0: 1987.
1: Earned 320 million worldwide. What's
0: going on in 1987? Well, we're well past, obviously, all the Star is. We did that last week. We're not into any... We're not really into any big franchise in 1987. I guess you would say this is a thriller? Thriller? Fuck. Just before stuff... No. Nah. I'll give yeah, you, you see, this is like a weird era for me Like early 80s, early 90s But late 80s, I don't know I'll give know you the name
1: of the lead actress Glenn Close Oh, Fatal Attraction? Oh.
0: There you go Was it oh, really number one? No. Number one, yeah Fatal Attraction Wow Wow That's impressive And that's our top ten Thank you Alex That was illuminating as always Somebody else that has the spooky movies Because once again Jaws The Revenge It's a horror film You know so, what they said yeah, I'll hey, tell you what this is the Only Jaws film to be rated PG-13. Mm. So what was this gore fest up against?
2: Well, what a year for Spookies it was, Al, let me tell you. There's quite, a lot, of, there's a, quite a lot here, so let's rip through these. First of all, Bad Taste, starting Peter the career Jackson. of Peter Jackson. Yeah. Creepazoids, which I haven't seen. Creepazoids? It's,
0: it's pretty funny.
2: Okay. Is it as funny as Dolls?
0: I don't like Dolls. A lot of people like it. Slasher movie.
2: Okay. Then we have two vampire movies, classics almost. The Lost Boys, and Near Dark.
0: Classic, I said almost.
2: It? Those are classics. Yeah. What am talking about? Yeah, definitely
0: classics. Yeah. <laughs> what are we
2: talking about anyway. <laughs> and then a classic in my eyes, The Monster Squad.
0: Yeah. I, I haven't been back to that. Everyone says if you go back to it, it's terrible. But it is still a I classic. went
2: back to it last year in like a screening in Sydney. They were doing like a matinee of it. And I absolutely mm. loved it. But I've got like such sort of fond childhood memories of that movie. I uh, loved it. Speaking of fond childhood memories, Predator. Which, yeah. Speaking of not so fond childhood memories Hail Razor. Covered it yep. In
0: uh, something that we deserve a medal for All of them <laughs> covered All of them <laughs> all I mean the they have highlights
2: Then another one I haven't seen Stage Fright
0: We've covered this as well okay. Big ol' Owl Head uh-huh. It's uh, worth watching
2: And then we have a lot of sequels So we have all the twos We have Creepshow 2 mm. Evil Dead 2 mm. Ghoulies 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello Miri Lou Prom Night 2
0: No, oh, I like this it's
2: really bad <laughs> Silent Night Deadly Night Part 2
0: The funniest movie Of all time Eyebrow acting
2: Slumber Party Massacre 2 Covered it And now these next two Are going to be fun With my accent House 2 The second story Steve Miner joint Yeah And now we're on To the, the threequels We have The Howling 3 The Howling 3 The Howling 3 Yep yeah. And then finally Rounding it all off Which possibly The best film on the list Maybe A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors It's most people's Favourite nightmare movie <laughs> only for the song only only (laughs) for the song song.
0: honestly i'm not even kidding like all genre fans this is the one they hold it above the first one and i'm always like you're all fucking crazy
2: it's just a very different movie though isn't
0: it yeah it's like a fun comic book movie Mm. which is like fine if that's what you want but like that first movies
1: three is the one with the kids right up the kids (laughs) they're all good kids (laughs) The, (laughs) the the one in the like hospital yeah, freeze one yeah. where she comes back. Patricia, i uh, got
0: Patricia. I kept being eaten by a Freddy penis. Yeah, um, like she's great,
1: stuff. but yeah, oh, yeah, definitely not my favorite.
0: No, no. Lawrence Fishburne's in it. That's right. Everyone loves that movie. I think it's partly because that you got all these like actors that have gone to do bigger things. I can't uh, anyway, where I thank you, that. Tom. What so would... sequels. That's what we're saying. Yeah, mm. they were happening, making the money. They were, of all course. Happening. Let's wheel out Jaws again, shall we? Directed by Joseph Sargent. This is the person who directed a whole bunch of Lassie episodes, as well as The Man from U.N.C.L.E., and would stop his career in 2008, written uh, by Michael sorry, D. Are you going to say
2: in 1987, <laughs> <it>
0: stopped <laughs> his career. Well,
1: so, hang on, we'll did he that. direct
2: Lassie before this movie?
0: God damn it, I knew you'd ask difficult questions.
2: I sorry. I think so. Well, well it's just because was, um, if I'm, my background is in directing a TV show about a dog that kind of understands and communicates with humans... And then mm. somebody comes and goes, hey, guys, we've got an idea for a shark movie. And you're our guy. Well, why me? Well, because you do.
0: That's a very valid
2: point. You do yeah. communicating animals.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've heard you are the guy for communicating animal movies. Uh, but, oh,
0: yeah, he would have. Because Lassie ran from 1954 to 1974. Okay. 20 years of that fucking dog. <laughs> Wow! God, that is a lot of.
3: That's an old dog. That wasn't a
0: life for an that. old dog. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that dog's 140 years old.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, written by Michael De Guzman, just the one writer on this one. So a focused vision wrote a bunch of amazing stories and other things too. DP by John McPherson, who DP'd a bunch of that original The Incredible Hulk show. Walking down the road, Yep, trying to hitch a ride. Also amazing stories. Also went on to write Short Circuit Two and a little film called Baywatch colon panic at Malibu Pier
3: <laughs> Colon music. spelled out not yeah. <laughs> yeah. not that's the symbol yeah
0: uh, that's what the panic at Malibu Pier was about it was really centered around the colon it's panic understandable. at Malibu Pier yeah. how I should have read it <laughs>
3: yeah. I would panic about that too <laughs>
0: uh, music by Michael Small We've covered him before, Alex and Ali. Child's Play.
1: Ooh. Mm.
0: Great theme. And that great movie Night Moves. You ever seen that? It's was Christopher no. Lambert, the Highlander himself. So sexy thriller all about chess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all about chess? <laughs> I'm
0: not even shitting <laughs> you. That's funny. Wow. I used to watch it a lot as a kid because I was really into Christopher Lambert because he was the mm. fucking Highlander.
2: Yeah, I remember you being really into Christopher Lambert. I remember that was an interesting thing about you when I first met you. This guy really <laughs> likes Christopher Lambert. <laughs> 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 He's from lots of different places. <laughs> you ever going to cover Highlander?
0: Oh, I'd just, love to cover Highlander. Say, 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 if, if anyone gives me the excuse, I'm fucking in. All, all in.
2: I'd be in Highlander. Including, including the TV shows with Duncan McLeod.
0: No, I'm not touching I will do the movies at Duncan. Okay, okay. Which, to be fair, are most of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Lorraine Gary, returning as Ellen Brody. She hadn't worked for eight years. She came out of retirement to do this. The last film she'd done was Steven Spielberg's 1941, which is much known as maybe his worst film. Lance Guest as Michael Brody. He was in Halloween 2, so we've covered him there. He's also in a little bit of Party of 5, one episode of The X-Files. Now he's doing short films. Mario Van Peebles as Jake. Yeah. Is that, did he mean something to you guys?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Movies. I yeah, I was, I was chuffed when I saw on Peoples. I think I remember him from uh, oh, what was I meant to check which movie it was? There was one specific movie that he was in. Was a posse, maybe? Right. Okay. Yeah, he was a, he was, a bunch, he, I
1: couldn't figure out where
2: I knew him from. He was in a lot of things in that kind of early nineties kind of period. That I remember. And he has
0: one of his names. I feel. You and he has know.
2: a name. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. He was a director as well. Yeah, he directed and starred in New Jack City. He was in That's a bunch it. of All My Children. He was actually played the recast version of Kane in Highlander Three, The Sorcerer, so we'll get to him again. <laughs> and he directed, weirdly, two thousand and sixteen, so you might not remember I told you about this when we did yours, USS Indianapolis. The story uh, that Quint tells with Nicolas Cage, though. So Quint did not tell a story about Nicolas Cage, just to be clear. It's <laughs> film version. Huh. Also starring Karen Young as Carla Brody. She was in nine and a half weeks. She was in Daylight, she was in The Sopranos, and stopped acting in 2012, presumably in Fear of the Mayan Calendar. Also starring Michael Caine as Hoagie, and Mitchell, and we don't need to say who the fuck Michael Caine is, do we? No.
3: No. There you go. Who's that?
0: <laughs> and Mitchell Anderson as Sean Brody. He was in Space Camp, he was in Doogie Hauser, MD, and Party of Five, the original, not the fucking new bullshit. Budgeted at $20 million, so a little bit up from last time. Box office, $51.9 million, which Ooh. with marketing probably barely covered its costs Ooh. in the box office at least. So it didn't do great. Why was it made though? I hear you ask. Well, indeed. <laughs> MCA Universal, we're going for a tough time. So CEO Sidney Sheinberg decided it was time to bring back Jaws because even though the third one wasn't critically lauded, it did make good money. And they were also, I think at that point, they were opening the ride at Universal Studios for Jaws. So like this is the perfect time to like do some promotion. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of things behind the scenes here that we could look into as to why this really happened. Because John Sargent had worked with Lorraine Gary, who would obviously play playing Alan Brody, in 1973 under Marcus Nelson Murders, which he won his first Director's Guild of America Award. Spielberg at the time had said that it was that TV movie which actually spawned Kojak, the TV show, that convinced him to cast Gary as Ellen in the original movie. However, there's also behind-the-scenes things because, of course, she happened to be the wife of CEO Sidney Scheinberg, who was working and running Universal. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things even with Jaws about why was she really cast for this? Is it really what Spielberg's saying? Is it just because she was married to the CEO? Like, all of that stuff. However, this time, I feel... <laughs> vanity project is quite quite clear because you might also remember in part two they wanted shineberg wanted her to get on that boat and go and rescue the kids whereas the other producers was like fuck no she's not gonna get on that boat well let me tell you what she's getting on a fucking boat mm-hmm.
3: she's gonna have some shoulder pads to accompany her
0: <laughs> 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 yeah that's what right. Bethany said that it
1: was, it
3: two was little friends mentioned. hilarious
0: So yeah, it's late September 1986, Sargent is called up by Scheinberg, asking him to direct a film with no script written. Sargent said, I didn't have time to laugh because it explained he wanted to do a quality picture about human beings. And when he told me, it's your baby, you produce and direct, I accepted. (laughs) Sargent eventually admitted, much later on, actually fairly recently, that the story was born... Out of a little bit of desperation to find something fresh to do with the shark, we thought that maybe if we take a mystical point of view and go for a little bit of magic, we might be able to find something interesting enough to sit through.
3: <laughs> that's, that's, really that's what they were aiming for. for. We Setting want people to just at high. least sit through it.
0: <laughs> so Universal fast-tracked that movie for release the next summer, so only a few months later. Michael Guzman was then brought in. He wrote the script in five weeks, but the final script had not been completed when they started shooting, and he had never seen Jaws 2 or 3. No way. Explaining anything? (laughs)
1: Wow. So it sounds like that they've gathered a team and assembled everything and the ideas are flopping around, but they forgot the one thing that he said at the beginning.
0: Quality. (laughs) 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 What? What well, also, I read a lot about.
3: to <laughs> sit through. <laughs> yeah.
0: I read a lot about this movie, and the one thing that all the actors, that all the producers, that the director, that everyone would keep banging on about is that this is a character movie. What they were drawn to it was about this is about PTSD, and this is a character sure. movie, and that's why they thought it would be interesting. Uh, which it is. F- it is. Yeah, to be fair. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. trying to be that. So, like, I can appreciate from 50% of what they might say about this movie when they're pitching it to you. It could seem interesting. The other 50%, however, isn't even really here in the film, but it might explain some of the weird things that went along. There was then a novelization of this movie uh, later, which it's always hard to know with a novelization if they're adding things. Normally, the novelizations are taken from the very first draft of the script. So, the things that are then admitted you're going to find in those novelizations. There's a lot of stuff in there. That explains things to do with the shark. I'm only going to highlight a couple, one major thing, but we'll get to it when we get to it.
1: Because I can imagine the pitch, like you're in the office, right? And the guys are like, "Okay, so we're going to deal with the wife's PTSD and and dealing with that and this, this sort of ongoing trauma." Yeah, great, interesting, interesting. So, what about the shark? Well, there's going to be a mystical, magical element to it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> 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 just like that's I'm going to be
0: wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah so yeah they shot in New England and then in the Bahamas they finished of course at the Universal lot as we'll talk about later because you can see they shot at the Universal (laughs) Truman Show (laughs) they had two sharks which are fully articulated they had two which were made for jumping breaching the water Uh, they had one uh, for ramming it's not if you watch the clip that I sent you (laughs) but we'll get to that right at the end one that was half a shark and one that was just a fin so a plethora of shark parts Cain, Michael Kane, of course, signed on after he read the first line of the script, which was, fade in, Hawaii. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love Put the love script that. down, rang up his agent,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in. Legitimately, this was an era of Michael Caine. like Blame It On Rio, all of these movies he was making during that era where he was just taking paychecks to go on holiday. And wow. he freely admits this. It was literally just about, <laughs> I want to a- take the money, I get to go on a nice holiday, I hang out, I phone in a performance, great, we move on. Fair play. And right. there's a great little quote from him we'll get to at the end of this movie wow. about how he feels about it. Correct. Murray Hamilton was awesome. uh, meant to return for a short appearance. Very sadly, he died of cancer before filming started, so they didn't manage to get him. Mm. And Dennis Quaid was asked to reprise his character as Mike Brody.
3: But and they declined. didn't have enough cocaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not for all the snowy mountains. A few more world. pounds, <laughs> he would have been convinced. <laughs> So Universal's... This is, might also explain something to you because I feel like we're going to get into it pretty early. So I'm just going to... No, you know what? I'll say it when we get into it because I want to see if, if you all picked up on it or not. Lots of fun things with this movie. All right. I have seen this film before. I saw it a long time ago. I remembered one thing from it and I presumed the film would be full of lots of other things like it. It wasn't. Yeah. Who else has seen? What's the deal?
2: Yeah, well, I knew you had seen this movie before because I remember Michael Caine. But all I remember... There was... Yeah, only one or two scenes that i remembered and that involves the banana boat as soon as that came on my yep. brain went back to when i was a child i was like fucking hell i remember sitting watching this but i didn't remember anything else about it so most of the movie was a surprise for me
1: yeah for me i've seen it so for me like there's been one moment from this film that has always stuck with me and we'll get into it it's it's the opening basically and i've um. realized watching this film yesterday that that seeing the opening scene was really triggering for me. And I think it was probably that first sort of impactful horror film that you probably shouldn't have seen when you were a kid that it was either you saw because of a older sibling or it just happened to be on TV. And all of that opening scene and what happens has been so clear in my head and going into that last night, it was just so triggering because I, I could just see it and, and anticipate it and... Yeah, it was like, that for me is, and it's funny that it's in this film, but it's like, that is the sort of horror triggering moment from my childhood. And then like you, Tom, sort of remembering Michael Caine was in it, but not remembering too many details. But as soon as the banana boat came, I was like, okay, yeah, Mm. this is all flooding back to me.
0: This is very interesting.
1: But yeah, but yeah, the opening for me. Crazy, weird trigger. I, I was
2: thing. I was watching this because I remember uh, when we were doing Jaws three. Alex, you said that yeah, there was a scene that stuck with you, and I was watching this trying to remember what it was because then when the banana boat scene happened. I had this exact same thing. I was like, holy shit, fuck! I remember this very vividly as a kid. Yeah, I've forgotten yeah. all about it. It's just interesting that we had similar experience with two different parts of yeah. a very weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we'll get into it because it's okay. That's very fascinating. The two parts you picked, Ali. You've never seen this before, so Fresh I have eyes. not.
3: And before we get into it, I'd like to remind you, you forgot the shark facts again.
0: No, oh yeah, it was on purpose this week.
4: So.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. You hate learning about sharks, I get it.
0: <sighs> Hit us, Sally.
3: All right, be excited. First want, fact, I'm
0: looking forward to the fun one.
2: I want the attack one.
3: The conservation fact is really interesting too. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Attack fact we're going to start with for Tom. Yeah. This can also be clarified as it can seem like a fun fact as well. That's Holy what I love. About. I don't the like these like, overlapping
0: brackets. They make me uncomfortable. Oh, I well, love that. then
3: you can lead the facts on the next podcast. Sharks <laughs> eat breakfast and dinner. They feed around <laughs> dawn and again at dusk, typically. So if you're nervous about something and you want just a very general rule of thumb, you can avoid the water at those times.
0: Yes, yeah. So lunchtime's fine.
3: Yeah, I mean by like by no means do sharks stick to a concrete feeding schedule so if you get attacked at noon
1: they missed breakfast that's what that means Mm. yeah they they woke up late
0: yeah some might be late sleepers
1: yeah
3: like up. right thanks so that's the attack fact
0: (laughs) you just got to call me out (laughs) just because i got out of bed (laughs) 10 minutes before this podcast and it's showing
3: (laughs) now conservation fact this is i wanted to bring this up because it's a more complicated discussion than the other conservation facts we've spoken about, like sharks in captivity for entertainment, shark finning, overfishing, that kind of thing. This is about medical research, which I don't agree with, but I think it's a more valid conversation to have at length with somebody. Deep blue sea. So sharks are used in lots of different medical researches. A big one is cancer. But some other ones are Alzheimer's, fibrosis, wound healing, and as surfaces to prevent bacteria from clinging that they use in hospitals. So wound healing, sharks heal very quickly from wounds while resisting infections in the process. So researchers are trying to understand which genes contribute to this quick healing ability so that they can start using it in wound healing human medicine.
0: That's cool. Are these researchers people who watch the Jaws films and are like, how is this shark back? Yes, <laughs> that's Next how time. research you better look yeah, into this. Yes. That's
3: how research works. <laughs> like, how hey, this shark seems to be psychic a little bit. <laughs> cancer. Sharks are also known to have an immunity to cancer. In one particular study, researchers found evidence that some shark immunity genes have undergone evolutionary changes that might be tied to these cancer resistant abilities. Hmm. So, that's something that's studied a lot. And then hospital infections. To prevent hospital-acquired infections and minimize the needs for antibiotics, researchers have studied the use of shark skin to reduce contaminated surfaces. Because of its roughness and certain properties, shark skin is able to deter organisms from attaching to its surface. And there's a team called Sharklet Technologies who <laughs> tested the strategy in a study that used shark-inspired micropattern-based material on the surfaces rather than actual shark skin
1: i would be willing to put myself forward for any shark hybrid gene therapy if uh, there's any doctors listening
3: (laughs) so when they were testing this material this shark inspired skin quote they found that it reduced transmission by 97 percent in comparison to copper which is another commonly used antimicrobial surface so that one's pretty cool The difficult thing with this is that because it's under conservation fact, I was trying to get numbers of either how many sharks are killed due to this medical research or how many sharks are in captivity to be studied. And those numbers are not really available. So I Mm -hmm. I don't have that information. But I think it's, I I don't know, I think this is an interesting topic that people can have lengthy discussions about, which I have. Fun fact, shark anatomy has inspired... Smart design in many vehicles like watercraft, cars, and water turbines through what's called biomimicry. And the double penis is still being studied. (laughs) It's called biomimicry, which is imitating nature's designs to solve human problems. That's pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. I feel like an extra penis would create more problems. Than
3: <laughs> <solved>. <laughs> Ask the guy on Reddit. He seems to like having to.
0: But you'd drive faster, Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because I can reach to the pedals. But never mind. You know?
3: <laughs> the second fun fact I hinted at last week when we were talking about orcas hunting sharks. So I'm going to teach you guys something about tonic immobility. So tonic Ooh. immobility is a sort of trance-like state that a lot of animals enter into in like a large amount of stress or as a defense mechanism against predators. So it's essentially the animal can look dead, like it's, they can play dead. Oh, yeah. don't, quote. don't
1: goats do that? Where they kind of just Birds. go like goats. I think I've seen oh, like goats. goats where they like freeze and then just tip over. And
3: fall yeah, fall over. I have seen that. But I mean, a common example is like if a bird flies into a window, that's a high amount of stress for the bird. So it can go into essentially a state of shock and seem like it's dead. When in reality, the heart's still beating, it's still breathing. It's just everything slows down, but it can be used as a defense mechanism against some predators. It is seen to occur naturally in sharks. Nobody really knows what the use of it is, like why sharks do it to themselves, whether it's for mating or for something else. But orcas have been observed using it as a hunting tactic. There have been two instances that have been recorded with orcas and great white sharks. Once in 1997 and again in 2000, where the orca will flip the shark upside down, a great white shark, and hold it there for like 15 minutes. And it's, <laughs> once you flip it upside down, their breathing slows down, their heart rate slows down. And if we remember, they need water rushing over their gills to be able to breathe so they'll essentially drown the sharks and kill them, and then they can eat them.
1: Orcas are so crazy in their varied killing techniques. Why isn't there an orca horror
0: film?
3: (sighs) (laughs) There probably is.
0: Oh, there is.
1: (laughs) But
3: they, yeah, orcas hunt stingrays that way as well. But sharks can be induced into this not just by orcas, but by humans. And a lot of shark tourism activities use this not with a great white because great whites are a lot bigger than humans but other sharks and they can be induced into a state of tonic immobility by stimulating the area around their nose because there's so many mm-hmm. nerve endings there and it'll just like overstimulate them and they'll slow down and go into a ti and then they flip the sharks upside down to keep them there so people will like be able to like hold a shark and There's very funny videos and pictures of people kissing sharks that have been induced into T.I. Again, you can't keep them there very long because they can't breathe.
1: Yeah, so they would die if you kept them like that?
3: If you kept them, it takes, like the instance with the orca, it held the shark upside down for 15 minutes. So it takes a while, but obviously, like, it's not nice to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it like when people do that breathing thing, you know? And then, like, you know, oh get yeah when they press brain. on your like, do we have any chest? research on how fucked up the sharks are after people are doing this shit no just so there's very selfie? yeah
3: well so there's one video of people that have induced it i don't know what kind of shark it was but it was induced into ti and then the tourists were all like taking turns kissing the shark on the mouth and having their picture taken because that's something that people want to frame in their house and the shark like jerked back to life when one dude was kissing him and started like suctioning his lips and biting them Ooh. and it's hilarious so it's
0: fucking don't do that <laughs> is it similar to you know what they do with lobsters when they get them you turn them upside down and you stroke their back and they go into that as well they become yeah. this sort of paralysis essentially
3: yeah so there's a lot of interesting videos that you can watch of different animals being induced into ti it's an interesting how subject. do you
0: ti a person
3: I don't know. Try um, it. End
0: of podcast. End of podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've all been T.I. That question is how you T.I. <laughs> yeah.
3: So those are your shark facts. Those were excellent. Excellent. Facts. Thank you. Well done.
0: Facts. Your last shark facts potentially, although we do have an extra shark episode next week, so we'll see mm. if you I've can shovel out. I've got more
3: in my back pocket. So. All right.
0: Cool. All right. We're starting as is customary, underwater. However, an excellent point was raised to me when we began this because like, Katie turned to me and was like, oh, we're in the sharp POV for once. I was like, well, we're always underwater when we start to choose movies. However, I do feel in the other movies, it's very contentious of if we're in POV or not. This mm. one, 100% POV.
3: You don't think the first one is for sure? I didn't
0: say. I said it's contentious.
3: Okay.
2: But well, how can it be POV when it goes above the water? Well,
0: I think POV of the fin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I do get the feeling This is a shark In this movie That mm. does peak out Absolutely He's a
2: breacher and, like, Stalk the Brody household yeah.
3: yeah Sean raised a good question He watched this one With me again last night Do other shark movies Also start this way Because all of the Jaws ones do
0: We'll find out next week When we That'll be the answer gamble. To
3: all movies Yeah we'll the judge All other shark movies Okay on
0: the one that we choose for next week, Perfect. which will be at the end of this episode. So if people are bored already, hang around or skip to the end. <laughs> yeah, it keeps surfaces for a pretty classy title page as it comes up. Yep, got some nice picture. normal credits. Underwater, back up again, back and forth. I like this vibe, but it's very slow. <laughs> this is a yep. slow traveling shark, again, yep. which concerned me.
3: We had a slow one in the last one.
1: I'm liking this, this sort of honoring the score and then giving it a bit of newer sort of flair. Which I'm appreciating at this point.
0: Yes, yes. There's little, little nodes of things, but not the whole thing. I mean, he okay. did night moves, Alex, <laughs> mind you. Made chess thrilling. We're going to cut to a fish being cooked, and it's Lorraine. She's back. She's hanging out with Sean, our youngest son, Sean. A different Sean. Yeah. <laughs> different Sean. I was quite Let excited. Let me know, red flag, if anything seems weird at any point, because I can explain. With her youngest son He cuts himself Where he's cooking Says don't worry It adds flavor uh, Someone's bleeding Into the food That we're preparing <laughs> yeah, i yeah. fucking smack him In the head
2: But did you I do Al did you say stop me if anything Seems weird Yeah I mean Like all of it
0: <laughs> Well I mean in particular To do with Obviously we have Different casting So for me one. it's
1: like at this point, I'm already thinking: Does this erase Jaws three D? Yes, I
2: think that as well. As it's canon, like, is this canon? Yeah, I was the same. Mm. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Because this immediately uh, feels more of a direct sequel to two, yes. rather than well. Because I was like, hang on, it was more when they when, they, when you see there in Amity. I was like, whoa, hang on. So he's gone back to Colorado as a cowboy, but he's decided he had water trauma when he went into Jaws three which was justified because he got immediately attacked by another shark in Jaws 3. But now he's decided, you know, fuck it, I'm fine now. I'm going to go back and live in Amity and be a cop where there's been yeah. at least two massive great white shark attacks in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. That like, well, his
3: dad as a cop had to deal with directly. Yeah,
2: exactly. I thought that was a bit weird. That she would even stay there is bewildering.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the older brother we're going to find out has a different job as well. Yeah, the, what like confused the crap out of me. Now, yeah is that the older brother is actually two years younger than Dennis Quaid <laughs> from the last movie, because he's like 27, I think, this actor who's playing the older brother in this. I was very confused. I was like, when the fuck is this meant to take place? What is happening? Are we into alternate timelines? We kind of are, because, yeah, when I did the research afterwards in all the press releases for this, Universals didn't even talk about three. They literally called this the third part in the trilogy. Oh, wow. Mm. They were mm. just completely middle fingering so number That's why three, there's no you know.
3: number in the title.
0: That is why there's no number in the title.
2: Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So if you want to be a purist, <laughs> ignore last week's. You got your perfect form trilogy, and this rounds
2: out the story of the Brodies. Not to jump ahead, but like, I almost feel that doesn't work as well in a sense that like if you just take the first two movies, that's almost coincidence. It's the third movie that really hammers home the holy fuck. Mist- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean
1: at this point though I'm on board with that kind of Yeah That shift That it's kind of Feeling like a direct Tie Mm -hmm. into Jaws 2 Yeah So like at this point right now I'm like okay this is I can accept that I'm also liking seeing Amity In the winter And Mm -hmm. then they're not going to have this This shift into What we've already seen Yeah But you know We'll see how that plays
0: out
2: Yeah nobody ever talks about (laughs) Jaws 4 as a Christmas movie
3: well, I know, no, I noticed yeah, that too totally and was like, ooh, did this come out in December?
0: Ooh. No, it came out in the summer still, but this is the only Jaws film to not yeah, be centered around summer. This hmm. is a Christmas film. Uh, yeah, which I like. I always like when you put a themed holiday in the background of your movie, it immediately gives some character. It lets you, you know, just give some focus to things. Why people are doing things, mm-hmm. what music's going to be playing, you know, textures and stuff. I like it. But yeah, anyway, Michael rings up with his daughter, so we're getting the older brother ringing through, which at this point I was like, oh, is this just going to be like, just to let you know he still exists we can have the phone call but we don't need to really deal with him I knew we weren't staying in Amity because I'd seen this before Mm. but I didn't remember this whole section Mm. I just remembered the Bahamas for this movie oh I did yeah he's a doctor now her son is yeah the deputy sheriff or deputy what do you call it yeah and was
1: it implied that like his dad's deputy is now the sheriff
0: I think so and he's dealing with tipping cows yeah yeah
3: (laughs) Amity's still up up to stupid shit (laughs)
0: Yeah, and this younger son, he's getting married. There's a very sexy headshot of his dad in the office. Yeah. Which, which we presume they just owned from the first film. Yeah. <laughs> because I doubt he would have given them permission to put a new shot up. I didn't go back and look at it. Was there a eulogy there or anything? Or was it just like his headshot? There was, was the a headshot.
3: plaque on it, but I couldn't read what it said. Aside from okay. his name.
0: You think they would have given us a close-up, so it really immediately... Because it takes a, it's a long time. Before they like, confirm. the yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and then there's, there's a duck. I've forgotten what the word is. They call it like there's a duck something clogging the fucking estuary or whatever, and the fishermen are complaining, so he's got to go and sort it out. Which, by the way, when we get there, there's a log in the middle of the ocean. Like, everything's
2: fine.
3: Touching like a, <laughs> a buoy.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the problem is here. I initially thought it was like the electrical cable from 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching on quite a small screen, but that's, that's what I thought that was. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just this is just bizarre though. It's like there's nothing. I expected there would be something where you, there's a small like bit of water with something that's clogged it up, but he's got to go and sort it out and so it's just like in the middle of the ocean. It's like there's no
1: yeah. problem. But here.
2: Do we think that the shark set that up? Absolutely. Oh, Cuz oh. his shark <laughs> bites
0: on it, isn't it? It's revealed later. Uh,
3: They're mm. waiting. George yeah. is
0: now, Bruce is setting traps. now. <laughs> And yeah, this is the problem when you don't know that, that they're ignoring three. Yeah, he gets in a boat here to go out. Oh, there's no fucking way. Yeah, he got on a so boat, and I was like, Excuse me? Detached. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yep. So, do you all know why this scene feels weird?
3: Because it is weird?
0: Well, because originally this was meant to be Roy Scheider. <laughs> they wrote this opening to be Roy Scheider, who Bro, was somehow still working in Amity who was you know, with the wife and then he goes out to do this job and he gets got by the shark here, which is why then when he was like, fuck no, I believe his actual line was even the devil himself couldn't convince me to do <laughs> another love Jules I love Roy movie.
4: shadow.
0: <laughs> wow. So they had to sub him in with his younger son. <laughs>
3: and okay. just pretend he was dead the whole time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then go with, oh, the shark killed him. Through With, with stress.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, the shark is watching him like Jason. It's got like proper, like peeking out. It's like, Ooh, well, what's he doing now? Then it genuinely roars. Yeah, I can't believe they keep putting those
1: in. It
3: roars. There's, people really think it's a good idea.
0: And in a moment, that would be Alex's initiation to the feeling fear. <laughs> uh, he comes out of the water, grabs him in a series of very weird edits. Bites his arm off, but we could see his arms clearly under the jacket. (laughs) Yeah, it's like so wide. (laughs) And all the carol singers are singing, so they can't hear him. Lots of really bad fast close-up shots, which made me worry. I was like, oh, is this going to be like three again when we don't actually get to see anything? It's just like this mess of editing. We don't see how he dies. We just suddenly cut, and the boat is destroyed.
1: This is not the
3: only time that will happen. mm
0: -hmm. So that's chomp one. I do like the...
1: Drowned out screams By the choir I don't mind any of this On paper Alex You guys Al and Tom Are bigger sort of Horror fans Is that a kind of Classic horror trope Someone getting killed And some other kind of yeah, Public you have a thing You Yeah because yeah. I know what you did Last summer mm. When there's like the The parade And she's getting stabbed But I was just trying I didn't have any other References where How, how did you feel Watching kind of this used. back Alex So Yeah watching it back Was triggering In a sense of just suddenly feeling like i was four years old again and watching something that i shouldn't be watching and just be like <laughs> holy half f- of that was true and at this point i think coming right off three i was like okay i'm appreciating the tone a bit more here and we haven't seen the shark yet like yeah it's a bit goofy and that it's sort of like stalking him and it seems very deliberate but like I was saying, I'm st- I'm still on board at this point.
2: Yeah, for man. what I they're thought, doing. I thought this death was really good. I think I disagree with yeah. you. Yeah, no, I thought I, I kind of like the sort of fast edit. Like I like the he's really like his screaming is really going for it, and the fact that it attacks yeah. him and he's still alive and he's just there. And I think it's also the fact that we know this is Sean Brody, and he's just been to see his mum. So it's got that additional weight of like the three movies. Maybe it's just because we them. Yeah, and like that, that
1: feeling of also when he gets bitten and he stumbles back, even <laughs> yeah. though you know his arm's under the jacket, but his like realization of like, fuck, his arms gone.
2: Yeah, and it's, 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 it's just pretty full on. I thought it had a kind of a visceral kick to it, the way it was shot. And I felt like there was more blood in that sort of quick edit than there was in the entirety of the third movie. So yeah. I, I thought it was quite cool.
3: Yeah, I don't mind yeah, this as too. a kill. I think the this is going to sound strange, but I was happy that a Brody was finally killed by the shark. <laughs> just because yeah. if we if we got through this entire franchise, they're the ones interacting with the sharks the most in all of these movies. I was going to be pretty upset if they just let other people die and then How are the ones the to kill fault? them at the very end. I know. I mean, hence <laughs> the revenge.
2: it must be like you finally got one.
3: <laughs> so I did. Yeah. I did feel. Satisfied that they went that direction.
2: My problem was,
0: yeah, I was coming off of three, didn't realize they were ignoring three. So I was immediately like, well, this actor's younger than he was in three, which just annoyed me. He'd no way he'd have this fucking job going out and about. So I was immediately detached from the character just without a knowledge. If I'd had that knowledge, I'd be like, cool, I can go in this with different. Angles. So I do think it would help watching this film knowing, forget about three. I could have just I, made I, me think, well, how disagree. can I? okay well for me it's like I couldn't re- I was just like this is fucking stupid like there's no way this character would ever get <laughs> yeah, so on a fucking boat yeah, ever again that's true yeah. like so I immediately it was like I don't care but the thing with this movie is like three and four are renowned for being two of the worst movies of all time but so bad that they're really really enjoyable and most people find this one more bad that it's enjoyable in that way whatever the sentence is than the third one so when I go into this I'm expecting like goofball ridiculous levels because I only remember one particular bit that we'll get to later and I think the whole movie's going to be like that. And instead, it's like coming in with this. Yeah, this is going to be more like we're trying to be like the first and second yeah. one. There's like a more drama tone to it and all this stuff, which I'm totally up for. But I was like, that's not what I'm expecting. And then when it gets to this kill, again, like the fallout of it's fine. And if I had known to ignore three, I would be more into this character then, I think. And I would have done something. But like the actual editing's just a fucking mess. Like the fact that like... It's like, I don't even understand what happened. Because when you cut back afterwards, it's like, that shark could have had to come out of the water, crawl into the boat, gnaw his arm off, come back out of the boat again, gnaw some of the boat to pieces. Like, it's just such a weird fucking setup. It's like, it's so much easier. Just have him like lean over and it takes his arm off and he's still hanging off the boat or something. Because like, isn't it
1: just- like that, isn't those sort of movements are that he's trying to hook the log. So he's leaning over, shark comes up, bites his arm off, lands on the side of the boat. Which smashes a hole in it. He falls back,
0: but then he's like very safely in the boat, lying back in it. And then we just get like a mesh of hyper, like close-up cuts, and
3: then
1: yeah, he's just yeah. gone. And then like, and then he like happened? pops up in the water, doesn't he?
2: After that, yeah. as the boat sinking, he gets
3: dragged back down again.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. They could see, yeah, I forgot about that. He drives. Yeah, he comes back up again just for more. Because as he comes scream. up, and that's when he's like screaming again. Yeah. He's like
1: help, help! And then like everyone's singing. I mean, it's pretty yeah. horrific. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, so I'm not
0: saying uh, I hate it I'm just i just explaining why I don't care about the character It wasn't what I was expecting And just the close up shots of just like Okay this is like I don't understand I can't believe What actually happened
2: I can't believe you don't care About poor Sean Brody And his life Not cursed, my Sean Brody Cursed by Sean <laughs>
0: Not my Sean Brody You not should
1: not get that on <laughs> <the> shirt. <laughs> get a shirt Not, not, my, not Sean my
2: Sean
0: Brody, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> My Sean Brody Pushes women over in bars To chat them up <laughs> so.
2: He's happily married With Back to the Future lady Living in Colorado yeah. Yeah, Did anyone exactly.
3: else worry about the fact that his fiance looks like she's 12? <laughs> when it's we amity. see her?
1: <laughs> that the, that <laughs> amity. Amity.
3: I mean, it's easy to forget because we literally never come back to her. No. He dies and they're like, eh, fuck you. We're great. Do you even
1: see her at the funeral? <laughs> well, the yeah, funeral, we'll get
0: yeah? to You see it very briefly, yeah. Yeah, there's a town called uh, near Crater. Do you know Crater Lake, either of you? Up uh-uh. north. Oh, yeah, you that go up above weird. San Francisco. Was it before or after San Francisco? There's oh, yeah. Is that the Shasta? There's
3: a, there's a, Crater
0: Lake? Crater Lake. Yeah, it's this cool net park. And they have this little town nearby where they do a lot of Shakespeare. Hmm. And I went there once. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's uh, Ashland. That's awesome. Is that, that it is? Yeah. Stayed oh, okay. there a I won't,
0: I won't say things because I don't want to say. <laughs> you <laughs> I can say bad things there. about it. <laughs> I went there and stayed there for a few nights. And we were both like so weirded out because everywhere we went, it was just like men in their thirties on dates with women who looked like they were 15. Oh God. Like it was just this weird, it felt like a cult town where they paired you off at a certain age. (laughs) It's just a rage town. So Amity's just like that, Ali. It's just like, you know, you get to a certain age, like here you go. Offerings. Revenge though is the word I've written down. Confirmed. (laughs) Jack, what's next? His first revenge. On your list of to-dos. The mum, she's sad. I Probably should have moved away from the water. But, you know, bad parenting. Oh, the brother turns up. And let me tell you what, if I've ever seen a handsome sweater model, this is it. He
3: walked in and Sean was like, that is a handsome guy, even if it's not Dennis Quaid.
0: (laughs) I couldn't take, I couldn't for the whole film. Most of my attention was on, even with a thick beard, how like the beautiful line (laughs) underneath his chin, which
2: was so taut.
3: He was very tall, too. and
2: Yeah, like Mike's joined TV. the Bee Gees since the last movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yes. And I originally wrote down he turned up with his Irish wife because I don't know what her accent was in that first scene. It was such a <laughs> fucking weird accent. And yeah, he's a little kid. It is not Dennis Quaid, as we said. turned down the role.
3: It's very confusing that they cast this girl to look exactly like the girlfriend in the third movie that they're mm-hmm. ignoring and also give her a name that starts with the same letter.
0: Even weirder that they offered the role to Dennis Quaid when they were not trying to follow on from the third movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's
2: crazy. Uh, yeah, I was a little bit I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't her, like... Accepted. The script
0: wasn't yeah. finished when they started shooting. So, like, I think a lot of this was later on going, yeah, let's, it's nothing to do with the third one.
3: I was going to say, when they offered it to Dennis Quaid, did they know... They were going to ignore They probably the third intended movie. it to
0: be a fork call originally. And when he said no, they were
3: like, you know what? We can ignore it.
2: Yeah. They're like, this guy's so handsome, but he's too young. Yeah, but he's so handsome.
3: Let's hire him.
2: I still watch most of this movie thinking that he's got a cocaine habit, though, just purely based on the last one. I kind of like it's, like, it's <laughs> a <laughs> character. Does that make trait it more fun? Than. There's a couple of He looks of bits, like yeah. the
0: lead character in a Stephen King film. Like, he looks like, you mm. know, just a writer who's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. off on an adventure. <laughs> council lady is back ah is that,
2: was that was yep. i remember yeah okay
0: yes she's amazing yeah. and one of the others from the original who i forgotten who she played but there's some other faces there i presume this is the scene where we were meant to have the mayor there as well oh, for Larry. this funeral scene
2: sorry has been in by a shark
0: yeah very sadly
2: uh oh, but there it no, is the shark got him. sorry
0: <laughs> the shark that is cancer i really like this shot there are like some adult thought out drama shots in here that they yeah. try to do and i like the shot where we're in that room with them in the funeral and then the son goes out to see the mother who's standing on the beach and we just stay there with his wife as she's looking out the window so the conversation we hear is inside the room but they're off screen and mm-hmm. we're just looking through the window down to the beach i wish they'd done the whole scene like that because we cut out afterwards but it's a really it's a nice little moment Again, not what I was expecting with this movie. I was expecting, like, goofball, ridiculous, stupid. But they're trying very hard to be like, no, we want to be a serious PTSD film.
1: Yeah, mm. they're really trying. Mm.
0: Yeah, and, like, I'm still on board at this point. Still on board. <laughs> she's determined, and uh, through what evidence, I don't know. But she's determined that the shark waited all this time and came for him, denying two bits of logic. Number one, the shark has not previously killed anybody in her family. Nope. <laughs> and number two, because it's acting like... Loads of the family have died. But it's like, no, no mm. one. This is the first one. Mm-mm. And number two, they killed the shark. <laughs> People keep talking about, is it the same shark?
3: Like, what like, you no, talking? it literally yeah, yeah. exploded. Both of them did.
0: Yeah, and it's
1: interesting because at this point now, I'm thinking, okay, she said that. But the way that it's written and the way it's delivered, there's no ambiguity in it. It's like either way, it's either going to be, yep, it's full. Like this is the shark. And it is coming back or it is her PTSD, but they never, they're never ambiguous enough with, I don't know. It's too, it doesn't work. (laughs) Like it just, it puts it in a position where you're like, okay, how are they going to play it out? Because it's, it should be a bit more gray and they should take more time to sort of
0: jump to that conclusion,
1: jump to her having those sort of feelings maybe.
0: It'd be different. It'd be mildly different if Brody, like, if her husband had been killed by the shark. As well. But he was, mm. Al.
2: He was killed by the shark. <laughs> he lived in fear his whole life.
3: Don't you understand her?
0: Yeah, he lived in fear his whole life. Probably because he stayed fucking living in amity. He Move. wanted to
3: be a hero cop. No chance to be a hero in a city.
0: Well, we know that she's an emotional mess because she keeps pots and pans inside the oven. Oh, like
3: man. A monster.
0: Mm. And she's asking her son to stay out of the water. He's like, come on, you must be serious.
2: But it's like, just kind of fair like, like, enough, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah,
3: no, it <laughs> definitely is.
0: Yeah, it's completely fair enough. He's a real dick to be like, come on.
3: Get over it.
0: Yeah, and this is where we learn that, yes, the father died from a heart attack from fear of the shark.
3: <laughs> I mean, can they prove that that's what the heart attack was from?
2: No. Maybe he exclaimed okay. it when it did, It's like, oh, my
1: heart. No, like, it's a shark. shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He finally got me. You son of a... B-
3: <laughs> oh, I knew he was going to do that. Oh, man. Uh,
0: yeah, the son's saying, look, I live in the Bahamas. There's never been a great white where we live. The water's too warm. Everything's cool. Uh, he doesn't seem that upset about his brother. He froze one thing while he's walking along the beach. And hmm. That's about it. Yeah, what was that bit when he
1: runs down the beach? Why does he start running? It's because he's with his wife. It's because the coke, coke just kicked in. <laughs>
2: I've got all his <laughs> energy
3: She's like Where are does, you going?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah And he's like
0: Nowhere
3: Ask right. the director Is he supposed to you, do that? Do I go anywhere? You wear it?
0: yourself out We get a fucking Sepia flashback To my personal Scariest scene <laughs> yeah, like I wrote the first film.
1: Yeah I wrote re- They really didn't need To show the sepia Flashback of Al's Favorites <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh boy
1: Like all the good vibes and, and stuff that they've Created at the start Of this Well not good vibes But like Goodwill of me being like, oh, I'm on board. This is a nice little direction here. First see it be a flashback. It's already like Whoo! Yep. first dip. <laughs> this,
0: There's a thin it's line not between sophisticated like drama horror and just fucking middle day soap opera bullshit. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. These are the moments where it's like it's just constantly like ebbing.
1: <laughs> it's like the- pushing the sophisticated drama just slowly out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they replicate that scene from the first film only with his daughter. And it's kind of nice that they did it. I like that. What we don't need are A, the sepia flashback, and B, then the mother going, Oh, do you remember your father did that? Yep. Not with him. It wasn't by the way. even
3: with him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and she says, like, Your father would do that with you. It's like, uh, No. No. I mean, not on camera. Don't you remember? And she puts Jaws 1 in the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that, Alex. We will fucking get to that. Anyway, they invite her to come to the Bahamas
2: Where Michael Kin was just hanging out Sipping on cocktails <sighs> there's, Honestly, there's so many things from the
0: book Which we can get, we're going to get into with these characters Anyway oh, Just to rewind, another point that I thought was funny Going forward, Alex, only forward Oh, okay Well, More when they're like on that shark. little
1: ferry Just before they leave the Bahamas And she's like bawling her eyes out And no one says anything to her And it's like super loud And then it's like, yeah.
0: cut to a plane <laughs> It's, like, it's a proper laugh cry, which I like, because she starts by laughing and then just goes into crying. Yeah, I was, I was just laughing.
1: <laughs> I'll also say I do love how Michael Caine just appears in that plane as the pilot with no fanfare, just no yeah. setup. It's
0: just, so there he is. <laughs> There's Michael Caine on holiday, Catching his checks. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a great quote later. I can't wait uh, to get to. Yeah, we're learning here that he likes to gamble, which you think would like play some part in things later. No nothing
2: and he starts fucking around with the controls like a maniac
3: yeah this is is not okay
2: so i have a theory that i came to towards the end of this movie that i'll might as well say now like is michael like just like the coke thing in the last one is michael kane drunk this entire time is the character drunk the whole movie because it kind of makes sense if you see it like that and he's got a gambling problem and okay since,
0: since you brought this stuff up there's a lot of extra scenes shot for this movie that were deleted from this movie which is what... You know, people keep going... But what does he really do? And the son's really suspicious of Michael mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because in the original edit... He's a drug smuggler. Uh, oh my God. it's a why whole his separate story. Michael being Michael so K.
3: worried about him the whole time... Was very confusing. Uh, it's like, why, like yes. what has happened... That he's so concerned about who this guy is?
0: Because there are papers... Written about this film. Because once you cut that out... You have all this concern... And you'll notice a correlation... If you watch this film again where the son is super, super, super concerned about his mother dating someone. Yep. There's a weird eatable complex yes. that is happening yes. throughout this movie. <laughs> and every single time the shark turns up, it's mirroring the son's concerns about his mother. Like yes. Like,
2: constantly. I, I noticed this. And also, i jump jumping ahead now, but, like, the mother's shark sense disappears when she starts getting closer with Hoagie. And, like, yep. the, that trauma transfers over to Mike. I, yep. was like, I was like I was watching this movie going am I, imagine, am I really thinking about this too much or is this actually <laughs> a thing that's happening so I feel very vindicated Al, that there is actual
0: yeah I'm um, very proud you picked it up because I was like something feels weird but it's only after i read about it there's so many people who yeah, have written about it. you can go by it scene by scene like it translates so perfectly to, to yeah. do with this eatable complex between their relationship like the moment when He goes dancing with her, like, the moment, like, uh, her transition, yeah, with how she's psychically linked to the shark, yeah, all linked in with her son and their weird relationship. Because at the
2: start, she's dealing with the trauma of the shark, and Mike's like, get over it, the shark's not a problem. And then once he sees the shark the first time, then it flips, because then he's dealing with the shark, and his marriage starts to go bad. Meanwhile, yep. the yeah, like
0: constantly. while his wife's like trying to have sex with him, and he's just staring <laughs> yeah. out at his mother longingly through the rain, yeah. like <laughs> so yeah, topless. Weird. Loads of um, like- oh, well, okay. you know,
4: what's
1: funny when before we started watching this film, I was trying to remember who Michael Caine's character was, and for some reason, I kept thinking that he was going to be Hooper, but oh. he's obviously not. Mm. Oh, yeah. That could have worked fan, if he was,
0: like, out in the Bahamas researching. <laughs> so. just, yeah. Also, with no fanfare, just turns up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's so what I'm doing now.
2: Well, I'm British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> sure British.
0: <laughs> they live in a weird place. <laughs> um, it just doesn't seem like a place that they'd be living. But his wife's a sculptor. She's done a terrible sculpture <laughs> piece, which is subjective, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> it was real bad. Right? Yeah, it's, it's
1: something.
3: There's a moment where it seems like it's supposed to be significant and recognizable, as I imagine, a shark.
0: It looks a little bit like a shark's mouth. Yeah um generous. and then the music makes it feel like that's it's haunted,
2: <laughs> which it may be haunted let's be at this point <laughs> honestly really.
0: the music and the way this scene is shot with him then framed inside the shark's mouth in inverted commas of the sculpture make it seem like oh this is the haunted yep, horror item from this <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah it's,
1: it's funny the they, how they, the, the score in this thing they, they give it that little hauntedy those little
2: twinkly sounds yeah yep I even got that. Like, well, there's that scene earlier when the kid is like, "Is Uncle Uncle Sean's dead now? Will he be coming back?" And part of me is like, "Maybe." Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way this yeah, is going, yeah, he, he might. He might do.
0: You know. I mean, they think it's the same fucking shark. You yeah. killed three times. Yeah, so he maybe. might show
2: up in the act three. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Lorraine's having having dreams, nightmares about the shark getting her. She's haunted by it, Brody. He's hanging out with his pal Mario Van Peebles in a tiny submersible. Uh, it is Christmas Eve. I an love all this time. Character.
2: All time bad accent on Mario Van Peebles, yeah. I thought. Oh, oh yeah. Really World bad class, accent. World but great bad. character. <laughs> mm. It's very so
0: cringy. Fucking funny. So fucking funny. Although I will say at this point, I'm just because I was enjoying the Christmas Eve Amity. I was like, cool, it's nice to see Amity in a different way. Which maybe would have seen me throughout the film. But at the same time, I'm almost like, it's kind of cool to be on. We're on a holiday too. We're in the Bahamas. Yeah. Got some sun, got some beaches.
3: Pretty water, water. as blue as Michael's eyes. It's great. You
0: could see the fucking
1: shark coming from 10 miles away. Because if they had stayed in Amity, which would have been cool in the winter, and I think it would have been able to play more with the PTSD. Mm. Is she imagining it? Is it the same shark kind of thing a bit better? The moment you move to a far off location and the shark appears then it immediately kicks out the PTSD sort of storyline and gives you something like... Like, it makes that harder to believe because then you're like, okay, it's this mystical, magical revenge shark. Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely. Whoever made the decision of we all want to go on holiday, basically, to shoot this film was... Like, it's cool in that it makes the film stand out in your brain, I think, because it's got that different backdrop. But yeah, it's practically ridiculous for the story because now we have to have the problem of the shark gets from Amity to the Bahamas <laughs> and we get one shot of it traveling by the way I don't know if you notice it there's one shot which is out of nowhere suddenly hate with, the, it. with the shark just like swimming yep. it's like oh, go fucking it, get it go <laughs> if you read the novelization there's a lot of that you get to be with the shark on its entire journey wow. kind of in the sort of third person inside its head as it's traveling too. I
2: really think they should have done a montage of the shark killing extended members of the Brody family on its way <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it's yep. yeah.
2: it just yeah. becomes Michael Quite Myers basically. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah Exactly, let's go all in
0: I think it needs a side film that we could make That's basically Finding Nemo But about this travel that the shark finding does Finding Brody down Actually, to that's behind. funny
1: that's what, I think that's what Bethany said to me As she was watching it She was like, what is it? Like, Finding Nemo? He just, he travels to, <laughs> <Yeah>. to get <laughs> Finding Brody, yeah. yeah
0: Anyway, I love just weird scene Where the kid asks Brody if he was ever bad and spanked And it's this really weird moment As if it has relevance you I not notice that No I messed up It's really funny And again it like It started my thinking With him and his mother Because they like Look at each other Like oh yeah That was spanking It's so, <laughs> so <funny>. weird <laughs>
1: Everyone's horny In this film Oh yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone They do Is talk horny about for sex each other mm-hmm. in, this, in this
1: movie Yeah like talk about Their sex lives In front of the mom And <laughs> around <laughs> Like it's almost <laughs> yeah. like yeah. She's She's May your sex life lady. Be
3: as busy As your shirt She's like yeah. I hope so <laughs> It's like your mother in
1: law's right there. I think you mean, may your sex life be as busy as your shit
2: <laughs> Oh my god, that was, even, that was actually better. That was better than my other yeah. <sighs> so,
0: this is where we're learning. Yeah, he's a scientist, Brody, and he's collecting mollusks essentially. And there's a fucking Princess Diana reference, which is really telling you the age of this.
1: And movie. to the
3: daughter, who's probably like, who's that?
0: Wait,
1: what was oh, no, the Princess moved. Di reference? I think when I it missed it, that.
0: When they're building the sandcastle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she talks about, this would be Buckingham Palace. You could be Princess Diana. And then she backs, as she's doing the sandcastle, she backs into the water. And the second her foot touches <laughs> liquid, <laughs> she knows the shark is coming. She can sense it connected. It's, it's disturbance in the force. The water. <laughs> And I love these little lines, like the kid's like, it's not nice to be evasive.
3: Yes, I love, she has some really funny lines and questions in this.
0: Okay, so we're all on board with this then, right? So, like, she is psychically linked to the shark, but particularly whenever she has contact with liquid.
3: I mean, on yeah. board is not the right wording for me. I understand that it's <laughs> yes. happening.
2: Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. Mine but notes I have to say, say, I am
3: enjoying the setting. I like that we're in the Bahamas. I think it's fun.
2: I nearly jumped out of my chair when I realized that she was psychically connected to the shark. <laughs> I, put it, I put it in all caps in my notes. Holy shit. She's psychically connected to the fucking shark. Yeah. Am- amazing.
0: This is that time where it was really in. I think Carrie must have just come out because Friday the 13th part seven is all about psychic connections and psychokinesis mm. and stuff. And that was a kind have been this year because we would read it out. But yeah, it was in a similar year. Like around around at this time. So it's all the rage psychic connections
1: yeah i don't know if i was on i'm like ali i don't know if on board is the right word (laughs) i think it was more like yeah just sort of like okay i'm not getting the film that i thought i was getting
2: and wanted to drift in the sea of
0: this concept
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I think because at this stage i was like okay she thinks the sharks are connected she's completely insane because the film hasn't made you think that as well but as soon as you have that psychic connection the film's telling you, oh, oh wow, oh shit, right, she is actually, yeah. okay, cool, <laughs> right, well then, let's go, let's go crazy, and I'm, like, oh, I, I'm totally on board with this sort of batshit movie, which we don't ultimately get. And it's like,
1: yeah, and so we've already just had that, what you were talking about, right, now, that first weird cut of the shark swimming. hmm And, I mean, I, out of all the films, even the last one, I'm, I think the shark looks awful. Yeah, you can see the <laughs> seams along the edges of it. <laughs> it looks so yeah. bad. Mm. And I'm just like, God, don't show that again. And <laughs> well,
3: its movement is, you know, is better, but externally.
0: Yeah, yeah. it does some good wiggling. Again, this is by far the most articulated yeah. parts of its body and all this stuff, at least the main one. Brody sees his mom with Michael Caine He's starting to make the moves on her. He's given great lines like sometimes Who, Brody, talking to a Kane? stranger is easy, Cain. <laughs> Other great lines like, I always listen to my feelings.
3: <laughs> great advice.
0: Um, but, and she tells him that she knows the shark is coming. So they Which go he totally up in takes it in a stride.
2: Takes it all in a stride because he's pissed. Tell him he's drunk. He's, fucking, he's too is busy that, peddling uh, those drugs. Maybe
3: he's just spiritual, guys. He's in tune.
0: I mean, he genuinely—he just looks like he is what he is. Mm. Cake and a paycheck on holiday. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're talking to this lady? All right.
3: <laughs> Flare with her, lines. sure.
0: <laughs> Peebles is underwater when the shark just fucking turns up. Didn't take him long to get <laughs> from Fast there, shark. the Bahamas. About twenty-four hours, I think. <laughs> this shot's fucking insane. Where it's just like <laughs> pff, float right by him, <laughs> nice. and this is where we're going to establish that the shark is not interested in eating anyone. Unless they're Except Brody Except sometimes
4: love yeah. it Except well, when no, it does Well does that one
0: by accident
2: Well we does it, it. Mm. Yeah, yeah I love I this so. I like the shark is just like Fuck you Mike I'm here for you And only you It's great
0: <laughs> And Lorraine who's put in this festival On the island with Kane, Suddenly stops That's right Stops. turns It's here like Something's happening <laughs> I wrote, God
1: they don't hold back With showing you the shark She senses it
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> The look on Brody's face when the shark comes up, starts eating the boat he's on, and then fucks off again. And when they're literally like putting <laughs> yes. together, like, why didn't he go for people? and look at his face of like, I know why. <laughs> wrote. I wrote. Well, I wrote psychic he's a, with a shark.
1: I wrote, he's a marine biologist, but his brain is saying the shark followed us, making him a bad
0: marine Can you biologist. Imagine <laughs> being given that task as an actor, like, now you go to the scene where you're going to put all these things together, yeah. you're going to realize your mum's psychically linked to a shark, the shark's just traveled over 24 hours from Abney to here, but you're a scientist. <laughs> Interpret. Yeah. <laughs> It's
1: but with
2: eyes like that, he can do whatever he likes, to be honest. No, I know. True. Definitely yeah.
0: got lost in his eyes
2: yeah. and his
1: yep. beautiful yep. hair
0: and facial hair.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's putting it all together. He's not
0: telling anyone about it. Although I was confused. I was like, has he told his wife or not? I wasn't sure. Yeah. Turns out he doesn't. Instead, yeah, he's just watching through the rain as his, as his mother's getting flirty <laughs> with Kane and his wife takes her panties off and so flings so them at his creepy. face <laughs> horny. Everyone's horny. <laughs> it's
3: mostly the wife. I do like it's always the women who are pursuing sex in this franchise.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was hoping just for a bit of balance that later on in the film, his wife would be lying in bed and he would just throw his undies on her face. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: That's that's just how they both initiate
1: sex. That's how they do
0: it. (laughs) That's just how you know. It's hard when you get into a marriage. It's like, how do we know when we're in the mood? (laughs) Let's
3: (laughs) have a signal. (laughs) If I fling it back, that means yes. Yeah.
0: Proceed.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so next night, it's New Year's Eve now. So we skipped, I guess, you know, whatever. Merry Christmas, Christmas Eve everyone. New Year's Eve pretty quickly. They're at the casino. Michael Caine's making money and then loses it all, but doesn't seem to give no shits. Because he's drunk. I
1: think <laughs> he's <laughs> a drug smuggler. Yeah.
0: yeah. And because you need two reasons to party, it's not only New Year's Eve, it's also Louisa's birthday, who is people's wife, right? That's whose birthday I is? I think so. Hmm. Yeah She's Wife not in this girlfriend. much In the novelization. She's in it quite a bit There's a whole subplot Because of course Shall we get into it now Since we talked about Psychic Link Originally It's a voodoo shark Oh
1: Oh Oh is that mentioned At some point in this film They meant that Someone says
2: something about voodoo Yeah they meant yeah. don't, You don't believe that voodoo Yeah
0: It's left in here Because she is A practicing white voodoo witch in the original version. Wow. Okay. And everything that's happened about the psychic link and why we have to go to Bahamas is because this shark is imbued with voodoo power. So So it's kind
1: of like a weekend at Bernie's 2 sort of scenario.
2: (laughs)
0: Straying a little bit from the PTSD drama, like, let's play this serious.
2: Hang on. But are we saying then that the Brody family was cursed way back? before the first movie that somebody put a voodoo curse on the Brody. what did
3: they do to deserve exactly i'll
2: be honest i didn't read the book i just read the i need i need a
3: prequel i need a prequel to the voodoo side of this story yeah Yeah, i mean is
1: it a shambhala kind of situation where (laughs) brody when he was a cop before amity killed a guy who then reincarnated himself into the shark yeah
0: over and over again
1: Hops That's from really shark easy. to shark
3: Every time yeah. Brody yeah. explodes Every time the them. shark
0: dies The spirit just travels Through the water and Voodoo then clouds roll in. Voodoo clouds exactly I mean again yeah. The tie is here Music done by the person Who did child's play It's all coming it together
1: It's all connected Somebody should pitch that movie
0: <laughs> I mean uh, Fucking voodoo sharks man I <laughs> People start excitedly Talking about the discovery Of the shark But then everyone's like Dude <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, because uh, I don't want the mother to know and freak out. I'm still hung up on things apparently here because I still don't know that they're not counting the third one. So I've written down here, this Brody is two years fucking younger than Dennis Quaid last time because I've <laughs> apparently just done my research as this scene is happening. Yeah, so Brody's saying that he doesn't appreciate Michael Kane chasing his mother. <laughs> and she tells him, I'm finally going to stop believing that your brother's death was intentional. By the way, it's been like five days. <laughs> Yeah, it's still at it
1: the dance like, right That they're having this conversation At the New Year's Eve party
0: Yeah
2: When they're dancing isn't it Yeah yeah. So then If uh, Sean's death at the start Was originally meant to be Chief Brody Was she still meant to be Going off five days After his funeral And hooking up with Michael Kean Or was there a bigger <laughs> time was there a bigger, I mean, That's uh, a really good point Was there a bigger I mean, time so. uh,
0: I mean again I feel like they just made So much of this up As they're going along Mario Von Peebles Wrote his entire role Apparently
1: <laughs> yeah. So so, just so you guys know, we're at the halfway mark of the mm. film here. How many Mike, kills have
0: we had? Yeah, exactly. We've
1: had one kill. Mm-hmm. So I've written here on my notes: halfway mark. Michael knows. mom lets it go. Shark bits dreadful. <laughs> I wrote could really
2: do with a death.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even at this, this at this, this point, Sean, who does not like horror movies, was like. Is anything going to happen in this movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's the plot? Who's going to get killed? Just,
0: things are happening. Things are happening.
1: So if you guys had to guess, do you think this is going to beat the other ones for number of deaths, or...?
0: I sadly know the answer very much to this. <laughs> no way. No, not at all.
3: Dos. It reaches two. Oh, we'll see. Right? We'll
0: see. Well, it, a, well, it depends, but we'll get there. I, okay. Anyway. I do like it because they're dancing and we've got this very weird scene again where he cuts in to like take her for a dance and then they have this conversation and she's like yeah I don't believe anymore that the shark you know, has a vendetta for our family and again the look on his face he's like I do now believe that the shark <laughs> has a
2: vendetta <laughs> she's transferring the psychosis over to him
0: she is the so Brody and Peebles argue about what they're going to do with the shark <laughs> well, apparently I wrote down here this is getting pretty Pretty boring <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair And also No one's ever Respectful of trauma In these films Yes 100% It's like Oh your brother Just got eaten by a shark A week ago Get in the fucking water man Let's look at the shark Let's research yeah. it And then her
1: being like At the start I don't want you to go In water blah blah blah. It's okay mom Let's take you to our Waterfront home In the Bahamas <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh uh, boy Yeah this is where uh, <laughs> Brody has a weird fight With his wife With her welding
2: eye Oh this is where I've I'm always my, wanted uh, to make uh, love To an angry welder Yeah that's my new dating profile I was like yes That's your right new go. dating one. Love it I've always wanted to make love To an angry welder I've dreamt of, no- dreamt of <laughs> nothing else Since I was a small boy
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would swipe right when on it, that That's even good if, Even
0: if to get When you
2: I get drunk before, Yeah exactly Got, even
0: if the person you're chatting
2: up isn't a welder you come with the equipment ready hey, like, here's the mask be angry at me if that's not a conversation starter I mean you know <laughs> I also like that this scene is like it's almost like a scene from some crappy late night erotic TV movie just kind of yes. wandered in lost from the wrong film it's like, oh, <laughs> so, it's just completely out of place
0: yeah, she's like shut the doors. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. I just want to have sex in public. They're
3: like, there's people walking,
0: walking by the window, <laughs> kids it's yeah. Behind the window, it's, it's a, a street.
1: Their daughter
3: well. has already barged in without announcing herself to this space. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is always what they do at the beginning of a movie. It's like, oh, it seems risque for the first second, but then you've got like the rest of sex footage. Yeah, like, if we could just stay on this scene.
1: <laughs> but this so like, there's already besides everyone being really horny in this film. There have already been a few scenes like leading up to this where it's just like it feels like you're repeating and going over the same stuff again or it's like you're just revisiting the same sort yeah. of emotions again and it's mm. like there's no sort of movement forward or that sense of like, okay, well, how do we resolve these? story. Or, yeah.
2: It's, yeah, it's yeah no because there's, there's not, it's not like you've had any inkling of their marriage difficulties and all of a sudden it's like up to 11, you know. It's like You didn't yeah. take and out
0: because the because he's being a dick. Yeah. He's like, it's my day off. You want me to take out the garbage? it's like awesome oh, like dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway they're chumming the water hanging peoples out on some fucking elastic bands he's worst contraption stick. ever the thing he's holding in his hand which only maybe you two because you gamers will appreciate looks like something you crafted in Far Cry like it looks like the, <laughs> <laughs> the most like just We got all this shit and some duct tape, and here we go. Mario Van Peebles is like a character
2: from Far Cry as well, though, to be fair. He
0: really is. He's like, you know, in his Far Cry game, there's like the druggy guy. You go off and have like the trippy adventures. Yeah, or he's
2: like, I need you to go down and like tag up these sea creatures for me as a side mission. It's like, oh all right, fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I've got trauma. All right, come back later. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be here waiting. Sharky, of course, comes. Please stop showing it. They ruin any potential tension by showing its POV before it comes out of the water. Imagine that jump, that first great jump in Jaws where Roy Scheider's chumming. And yeah. just before he does the classic, we need coming, a, a bigger yeah. bow. Yeah, imagine <laughs> if we were under the water before it came out. <laughs> so stupid. And again, it, what really annoys me in horror films is when something's made less scary by something where you didn't need to film anything differently. You just need to edit that shot out. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And then it's scarier immediately. Mm. Anyway, they stick it. A rubbery, big old fin sinks into the water, (laughs) flopping around.
3: It looks like the top, they had an accident and the top of it was like almost falling off and they just like half sewed it back (laughs) on and it just like flops back and forth.
0: Like sharks flop, don't they? Yeah, Yeah,
3: they're (laughs) floppy creatures. They don't have bones. That sounds right.
2: I was more thinking, did they not have floppy uh, fins when they get depressed? I thought it was just like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I've been tagged. Oh, that
3: would be, I mean, sad. that would no. be like no. a curve. No. Not like the oh, okay. tip of it
2: right. is right. going
3: right. to potentially <laughs> I be thought that was really
2: remarkable attention to detail for a second, but
0: apparently not. This is where Kane's still chatting up to Mother. He says, I have an irresistible urge to kiss you. Morning. And then they get kissy kissy.
3: While drinking Bahama Mama's. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe in a film Is it a sexual cocktail? Sounds like it.
2: Should be. Like, why does nobody say the let's get drunk and fill around line in a film that's. I know,
3: I was waiting for that. S- it would have
0: been so nice if Michael Caine said it to her.
2: Yeah. And, her and she's like, like, oh,
3: like
0: finally, I've been waiting my that. whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'd need a fucking CP flashback to her saying it in the first film
2: <laughs> yep. to really understand <laughs> And what's not going having on. sex Plus, after. Yeah, and Michael Caine is already drunk, so he can't. He can't you know, <laughs> he can't. Let's get it. He's like, catch
3: up, bitch.
1: (laughs) Catch up on (laughs) the mama is
2: a real cocktail. (laughs) That's a different chat up line.
0: (laughs) Catch up, bitch. (laughs) Just slide on across (laughs) the (laughs) bar.
1: Always goes down well. Real cocktail confirmed. (laughs) It
3: is a real cocktail?
1: Yep, with pineapple juice, orange juice,
0: coconut rum, Mm -hmm. and grenadine. Sounds
3: great. Classics. Blend it up.
0: I like a Lorraine. I do like this moment. Lorraine's telling like Brody's wife. She's all like giggly and school girly. Is like, I thought I'd be over love by this point or over sexy thoughts. She's telling him all about Michael Caine. And now Brody is having the shark mares. Yeah. Waking up all sweaty in the <laughs> middle of the night. Very, Very sweaty. sweaty. <laughs> coke. That's like a random Coke, coke <laughs> bitch right there. <laughs> yeah. And apologies, because we jumped the gun much earlier. This is where we get the mirroring scene. There was a different... Yeah. We get the sepia scene a bit earlier, but this is where we actually see the yeah.
3: mirroring. It would have been that a scene. lot more powerful if we had not been shown yeah. in at the start of the movie that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they really want to hammer this bit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
2: we're one hour in. We have thirty minutes left. At this stage I'm like, is it just me or has the shark become the B plot to this psychodrama that's going on yep. within this family? And like at this point, Hoagie is kinda of like the bad guy like all the intensity like well, I know the sharks kinda of kill people, but like yeah. with the increasing like paranoia around Hoagie and the mystery, like, is he the bad guy? And like, I was he-
3: not understanding why. <laughs>
2: Well, I was thinking: Is he in cahoots with the shark? Like, is he in some way responsible? Also oh, responsible for the shark? Yeah, or some he sort of. Flew it in on his like plane. Like Voldemort
3: and his snake, it in he <laughs> or, 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 yeah. his mind. yeah.
2: He's magic. He's cast some sort of yeah spell. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and also like when we know, like, it's become clear the shark has a vendetta only to the Brodies, It's like, well, as long as none of them go into the water, of which there are like three. Basically, like nothing's going to happen. Like no one's going to die. Like you know, it's not trying to just chomp on other people. So we don't even get like the normal cutaway scene of two fishermen at night doing something mm-hmm. stupid. It just deflates any tension.
2: They should have done like a shot of a view from the like they're having a conversation in the house, and outside the window in the background, you can just see him just sitting there, <laughs> just, just peering. Its its, chin yeah, just just wait, just watching and waiting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like that scene, it was. Is it Superman Returns, where Superman just like outside Lois Lane's window while she's with her husband or boyfriend, or whatever, and he's just listening to everything like a creeper. <laughs> anyway, Brody's in a submersible as people breaks the fourth wall by doing the Jaws theme
3: and saying "Chomp." Is he saying yeah, "Chomp, Chomp,
0: Chomp, Chomp"? Does he "Chomp, jump, I, I Chomp"? Try. we had
3: to rewind that and be like, "Did that really happen?"
0: And it's because he's writing his own dialogue. Is it the Jaws theme? Like, I thought it was. I uh, yes. thought I can't be the Jaws. Jo- I cannot be the Jaws. <laughs> nope, Jules. it is. Because no, no. he's dead- Honestly, I wasn't making it up. They let him basically write his own role. He did what he wanted to. He clearly thought that this would be funny without thinking, I mean, they clearly second. agreed Maybe and Maybe they left don't it in. watch <laughs> Jaws movies in the Jaws universe. <laughs> wow. It's fucking. I mean, that's when you're like, okay, all bets are off. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, the shark appears on the monitor again because they've tagged it so they get to hear its heartbeat when it's getting close, which could be a great source of tension like in the film aliens or jaws mm. or Jaws
2: with the barrels
0: yep but i mean i guess they try but no brucey attacks brody's submersible he breaks a lot of coral as he's swimming away which i was concerned about
3: yep me too it's like why why it's not making you go faster
0: i know and then he hides in a sunken wreck and we get this big old ridiculous scene that was originally written for part three they just took it and put it in here because they didn't have time to finish the script <laughs> so <laughs> part three of what a slasher movie this will movie? take
3: a few minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> well well if you remember we had the galleon in part three so oh, i presume right. this scene was meant to be in the galleon because i know it was taken from that movie as the shark so like he goes in the wreck and you're like cool he's gonna fly. he's gonna be trapped in the wreck we're gonna have tension 47 meters down style as he like needs to get out of the wreck no the shark just ends in up to- <laughs> inside. There's no way it's fitting in there or getting out. <laughs> and there's a scene where it looks like it looks like one of those dragons where you have people inside it. Like it looks like there's like three people just like wiggling this shark <laughs> down a corridor. <laughs> oh, God. They're just showing it so much as well. Mm. It's,
1: like, just,
0: uh. There's one cool shot where he's looking up before it gets into the wreck and we see it silhouetted. Yeah. Like as it the, and we
3: haven't seen it done like that yet.
2: I laughed out loud at that shot did you I, did. I just thought it was so silly it's like it's proper stalking him like a slasher it's absolutely
0: insane it corners him so then he uses his tank to rocket out of there i like that part i thought that was
3: be. cool yeah. yeah i mean again
0: no it's stupid no. still. Yeah. but <laughs> but there are elements here that could be good yeah but this scene would have... I wish this scene was in number three because this fits number three. Because like, yeah, three sure. is that level of goofy, stupid. We're going to put the shark like crawling down corridors and shit. <laughs> this film is just like, you started off so super serious. Like, What is happening?
1: Yeah, and it's so funny with that because then the sizes of the shark like, completely don't match mm. between like how One big it is going and- down the corridors of the boat and then what you
2: see later on it's like and it's, it's stuck in there smashing. for good
0: now like there's no way
1: it's <laughs> yeah. getting back out it
2: just smashes its way out because it's 35 feet it's or whatever awesome. yeah
1: so at this point we now have less than 30 minutes to go
0: yep but mm-hmm. so at least we had a interaction it may have been ridiculously bad but we had an interaction next day brody's determined to get back in the water we just come to him just like jumping straight back in the water <laughs> with one throwaway line of like i'm terrified yeah, exactly straight back in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> These brodies don't give a shit. You're straight back in there.
0: Meanwhile, his wife's art has been unveiled, but they're not there for it. She also it doesn't seem to care. I was like, well, this is perfectly set up for her to be pissed off at her husband, create some friction. Yeah. She, really she seem seemed to vaguely like upset now?
3: when the friend was like, where are they? And she was like, I don't know. And then that's so, it.
0: So a kid runs off to the irresistible lure of a banana boat. <laughs> and this isn't just a banana boat, this is an actual fucking banana boat. Like, it, it's. Shaped like a banana.
2: Or a phallus if we're going down the so whole we'll Oedipus <laughs> complex. I'm happy to go down it. You know? So always happy to go down on the phallus. Mm-hmm. The film here
0: is very weirdly transitioned from a film about Lorraine to a film about Brody. at the start, it was 100% this is about the mother. Yeah. Now it's like it feels more about the son. And yeah, Sharky of course turns up we get I mean the movie should be a lot more of this, right? Mm. We get yeah. Sharky doing what he does which is following quickly And then chomping on something, and this insane slow motion shot as the shark, in my opinion, tries to get the Brody kid. absolutely. But misses and Mm -hmm. chomps down on the person behind the Brody kid. And genuinely, this looks really cool. Yeah,
3: it does Uh, again. Yeah,
0: Yeah, this all came flooding back to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like you were saying,
1: Tom.
2: I thought, yeah, I thought that was one of the best deaths since Quentin, the first one.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it mirrors a lot of the horror Mm. of Quint with, like, half the body hanging in, half the body, like, the upper torso hanging out. Yeah, it's fucking
1: pretty dark. And then I love, as well, then, after that, as the, like, shark's chomping the woman and you're seeing it from the banana boat as it's deflating and, like, the back end of it's bitten off and they're all sort of just hanging on and dragging. It looks really cool.
2: I just got really excited that, with the realization that, because we just had the scene where he's out at Mike or whatever and all of a sudden when you realize that Jaws are suddenly realize that there's a brody in the water and it yeah. must be just a beeline for the banana <laughs> yeah. as soon
0: as a like, foot touched liquid yeah. the shark's almost like wait a second
1: so guys we have less than 30 minutes to go that was Chomp 2 <laughs> Banana wow. Boat don't worry <laughs> Alex
0: many more to come
1: yeah it's going to be a blood fest we're just kicking
0: off it's doing the piranha like piranhas would do an hour of wind up and then half an hour of mayhem that was how those movies kind of worked so this, this is what we're going to get Also, I want to make it clear. I think these shots are cool in the context. They're not still amazing. There could be a lot more tension around this, like the stuff like you're saying of the deflating boat. Like if this were the original Jaws, there would be so much tension of that boat. They don't even like linger on them
3: trying to get back to land. They're just all of a sudden back on land.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Anyway, Lorraine obviously sees it all. She's like, just when I decided (laughs) that this fucking shark, she's now determined. So she goes and steals the boat to take it out to sea with no plan. No. No weapons. (laughs) No nothing. Just like all I need is a boat. Just determination. Because she's seen the poster for this movie where Mm.
2: she's on the front of a boat holding a massive spear trying to...
3: With big shoulder pads.
2: So did you notice that the boat was called Neptune's Folly? Yeah, I did. Right? So I was like, okay, they're really showing this Neptune's Folly. I wonder, given all the weird subtext going on in this movie, I wonder what Neptune's... Like, Neptune was a god. I wonder, was there some sort of... Folly story involved. So I looked at typed it into Google and the first result was from the Urban Dictionary. And Neptune's folly is defined as while pooping, the release of the turd causes water to splash up all over your butt cheeks. <laughs> Used in a sentence, we keep running out of toilet paper because Kevin keeps being struck by Neptune's folly.
3: Oh my God.
2: So <laughs> So apparently not. Apparently there's no nothing behind the name of the boat <laughs> at all.
1: Well, I mean watching this
2: film Lots was of kind splashing. of like getting splashed by <laughs> a turd.
1: <laughs> this
0: film was the splashback.
2: But that's what Neptune's Folly, that's what the boat is named after. Just so that's you know. That's hilarious. <laughs> I swear to god, that was a, that was the first result in Google when I looked that up. <laughs> so I didn't look that's any further, amazing. obviously.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're I'm <like, laughs> you satisfied. That's, that's all I, I needed. Did
0: in- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, what's happening now? Yeah, so Brody reveals that they knew about the shark. Everyone's all angry with him. Why he didn't you tell
3: us? Lots of yelling. Why didn't you tell us? <laughs> he
0: realizes his mother took the boat. I mean, quite right. Like they're going to divorce after this, surely. Like their kid nearly died because he didn't fucking talk about it. He gets people to help him. Lorraine finally gets to go to sea. She's been waiting so In long. In her
3: sailor stripes, it's... she is ready. Yep. She packed for this moment.
0: And then, of course, because the Bahamas are so small, Michael Caine just happens to be there in his rowboat. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's going to take you too long it's in motorboat. a motorboat where you can actually do things and help in some way. Why don't we go back to land, drive to wherever <laughs> I keep my plane? That'll yeah. be much quicker. But we just, tell, we just cut to them teleported inside the plane. Yep, It's like a little fast travel, Far Cry yep. thing as well. <laughs> And then, yeah, this is where he's explaining that the shark is following his family. He's finally on board, and everybody
2: them. just accepts it. So, like, yep, yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. it's nice. All right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you mean the one that you killed two yeah. or three times already? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. It's not even the following them that's the weirdest bit. It's like you, it's dead. Yeah,
3: the one that hmm. knows you died.
2: But like nobody even ever suggests that it might be like the extended shark family. Like, oh, it's the the shark. It's this rare breed of shark, and they're all like related, and they have some sort of psychic link through the generations.
0: Yeah. No, no just, Which makes but, a lot more sense Of course
2: Through <laughs> Psychic sharks
1: He may as well Have just said Yeah this is the Shark that Almost killed me In 73 77 And in an alternate Timeline in
0: 87 <laughs> When <laughs> I was A coked up Slightly older actor
2: <laughs> I like to think That Michael Caine Is so accepting of it In this Is because he hasn't seen Any of the other movies So he just assumes That this is all Explained this Is what they like for, Yeah cool yeah, yeah no worries Yeah the psychic sharks <laughs> Yeah Sweet. (laughs) She
0: gets to, she just like, yeah, she's out there in the ocean with the shark coming towards her, and she's like, come and get me, you son of a bitch. With no like plan again. No, (laughs) she's like, all right. She takes off one layer of clothing. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get to, this is what always annoys me in fucking films where they go to get a plane. It's like, what can you do from the air? Mm. Nothing. like all you can literally do is go oh yeah there they are now i can't help you're less fucking well, this, effective this
2: film answers that question
0: yeah yeah, yeah. well let's the so they like fly by. the shark jumps at the boat as they fly by doing nothing but they make it like you always have to edit it like oh maybe the plane did so it's like no it just flew past at the same time that's yep. it and then kane <laughs> presumably yeah he's had a little too much to drink that day it's like i'm just gonna fucking land this in mm-hmm.
1: the water exactly
2: he's pissed
0: which is a terrible idea. Because when they go in, he's like, we'll find her
1: location and we'll let the Coast Guard or something know, right? Yeah. And then they see the shark, so he's like, well... Too
3: late. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: because he says over the radio at one point, bring something to kill a shark.
3: Yeah.
0: Doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And instead, yeah, brilliant idea, let's land a plane and sink it in the water where the shark is. Yeah, Uh, Probably the most impressive shot in the film, though, is actually, like, the plane stops parallel to the boat. Whoever had to land that, good job. Did a pretty
3: good job. Good job on that.
0: But fuck it, just the worst idea I think I've seen in a long time in any horror mm. film. Because then they're like, oh shit, now we're in a sinking plane in the water. What did you think was going <laughs> to happen? Then I mean, swim it went surprisingly
3: well for yeah. what could have happened with that plane. Yeah,
0: that's the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. And it's still ridiculously terrible idea. I mean,
3: obviously, he's an incredible pilot.
2: It's like that movie where Denzel Washington flies the plane upside down to like, save the plane. Flight, flight, yeah. And, flight it, and it's, yeah. and it's because he's an alcoholic that he tries something so batshit crazy with the plane.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I just looked over to my notes and started laughing because kind I of remembered, oh, yeah, then Michael Caine's just standing there, all drunk up, and the shark comes out of the water, and his last line at that point, at least, is like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for a shark movie. <laughs> As, yeah, it generally looks like they didn't tell him this animatronic shark's going to come out. <laughs> oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, you're meant to think he gets got, but no, he's fine. He just suddenly calls On out. On the other side of the his explanation boat. is, his explanation is, oh, it wasn't easy, believe me, bloody hell. And he <laughs> just continue with the film.
3: <laughs> no time to tell stories right now.
2: I, I love that Michael like, oh. Mahogany is this like, constant banter. This entire movie, even when he's near death, he survives death. He's just quipping constantly.
0: He's like, oh, that was a great, oh, it would have made a great action scene. We'll tell you about (laughs) it later, don't worry.
2: (laughs) He he just crashed his plane into the water, survived (laughs) a shark attack with this massive shark, climbed back on the boat, and he's just wisecracking the entire time.
0: Oh, the
1: breath on that thing. (laughs) And also, that's
2: not his plane,
1: right? Because he mentioned something earlier about that it's someone else's play. or well, that it, like, he works for someone. Which, yeah. if in the context of the novelization, he clearly works for like some cartel guy. Yeah, he's yeah, he, fucked.
3: He's dead. Like, yeah, sort of Not thing. at the shark's hands, but at <laughs> someone yeah, else's Yeah, I want to see now. that sequel
1: of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, Peoples of Brody begin rigging something to shock the shark, which is completely bewildering to me. There's like a light that flashes and the noise that happens, and it causes the shark pain if they point it in its direction.
1: Yeah, what is it? Is it like an electromagnetic, an electromagnetic kind, of kind of pulse, pulse or yeah.
3: something? They mention electromagnetic They electro- say something about that and they yeah. say something about like shocking it. Mm. And it's unclear if they, they mean emotionally or like, I mean, it's or like electricity.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's basically they needed something to get the shark out of the water every time they
2: pulse it.
3: How does that kill it?
2: But they keep saying it'll yeah, drive the so shark weird. crazy. It's like it'll drive it crazy. And I was thinking is this movie they kill it by just transferring their psychosis to the shark <laughs> and the shark well, actually goes crazy
0: and because that's what because the shark isn't fucking batshit crazy enough already True. we need to piss it off more it's like really that's your plan it's like if you had like jason you're like no let's just make him insane let's just like really anger this fucker
1: and it's funny because he's doing the thing and he's like hey you, have you got it and it, he's literally just like wrapping wire around it <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they both already professed they've known nothing about electronics throughout this movie multiple times. Oi, 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 oi. And Sharky breaches the water and grabs Peebles. When he breaches, everyone.
3: It, like, it comes out and then lingers. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it like slowly sinks.
0: This is one of the jumping sharks. Chomp three? Question mark. <laughs> as everyone goes into slow motion screaming, and then Brody yeah. just goes,
3: No! No, he oh, yells, the he goes, yells no, Jake. No, yeah, no. It, but he it's yells like, name. He's,
0: he does,
1: it finishes with Jake, but it kind of starts with a no. Yeah, it's it like goes it like, like no,
3: Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it echoes out in eternity.
4: Sean and um, yeah. I, I were
3: both take pretty ex- upset at this point. Because once again, someone who's mm. not the Brodies dying because of the Brodies.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Also, anyway. I like Jake.
0: Yeah. I yeah. So did the shark. Shark's like, oh no, I didn't even... Sh- <laughs> back out against, like your The
2: shot of him in the jaws being dragged through the water was pretty cool. I yeah, that's what yeah. I went down. It's pretty like, fucked goes up underneath. Shot mm-hmm. under
0: the water. Definitely not people. <laughs> Definitely somebody else in that mouth for <laughs> sure. But it looks pretty cool. So then this is where Lorraine starts getting flashbacks to things that she wasn't there for. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like her son dying, her husband shooting the shark at the first But she's one. psychic. It's true. Hmm. It's true. And then the shark starts to charge the boat, so she takes control as Brody is working the shark into a frenzy with we his noise really flash stingamajig. Yeah, we get some really
1: hideous roars every time he does it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, migraines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> every time it flashes, it crests out of the water, and then, at least in the version of I watched, and we'll get to this in a second, because there are multiple versions. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. It crests, she maybe spears it, sort of, it's hard to tell in that version. It explodes out of nowhere, and you might remember last week I promised Ali no exploding shark Mm. in this one.
3: Exploding boat, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wrote down the word, what? I swear, Uh, They.
3: (laughs) I wrote down that I... It exploded? Yeah, I wrote down that I feel like a very critical moment was cut out. And I missed it because the same thing that happens when Sean dies at the start, there's a boat and then you cut and then the boat's gone, already sunk, already exploded and the people are in the water.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And you go from having a boat to just having people in the water.
0: Well, this is the version now that you're going to get. Like, we watched the American iTunes version. We watched the American Blu-ray version. I checked the UK iTunes version as well. I checked multiple versions. This is the version that I found on everything. Can we all confirm, however we watched this movie, we all saw that same ending? With the yeah. explosion, yep. yeah. Which is extraordinarily disappointing. They all then just, let's just go through it first, and then I'll explain why. But they all just magically end up in the water. We get a shot of half the shark sort of sinking again, Blood coming out of it, which I think might just even be stolen from the first film. It's fucking weird. (laughs) Peebles then just turns up and is totally fine. He's
3: bleeding. And then all of a sudden, he's just like carrying his own weight, dragging himself onto a board. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: He just like has a scratch on his shoulder, basically. And then the end of the movie is basically us just looking at a universal backlot as we watch the water lap against the painted background. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so bad. (laughs) Oh, I didn't notice that.
3: You can tell in the yeah, clouds. Like, the clouds insane. are like oh, well. very much painted. No, you can
0: actually see the water hitting the back of it. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't I might go back and watch that. I think I was just
1: still yeah, I was still in shock like, from in the here. in the wider shots you can already sort of see that it's a painted backdrop, but when it goes into some of those tighter ones, yeah, like I was saying, you see it just like hitting the wall that's hilarious. Oh, it's it's like Truman
0: it's like the end of Truman show basically. <laughs> yeah. And that's the movie as we get some end credits with image
2: so sorry just to f- two just to chomps <laughs> chomp chomp two two chomps chomps well did we know did people's in that alternate version did he come back oh, okay. let me get or into that. or did he write himself back alive because he was <laughs> writing his own part <laughs> he well, wasn't this was was my... to he
3: just surfaced yeah, and was like hey guys just in,
2: just in case there's a five I want to be in that
0: <laughs> this was my big overriding thing so my okay the memory of this film this film was infamous for being one of the worst films of all time. And it was infamous for it because of the spearing of the shark that happens mm-hmm. at the end. This film, anything that most... That's why I was surprised by the two scenes you were both talking about. This film is known for the scene at the end where the shark jumps out of the water and they fucking spear it. So any conversation when they're like, oh, have you seen Jules 2? It's so bad. Or Jules 3 so bad. Everyone was always like, you yeah, haven't seen the fucking shark jumping out of the water and being speared while in midair. And then it like cracks the entire boat and this shot of the shark sinking while speared on the front of the boat. Insanity. And that was what I was excited about. I was like, well, I remember that bit because that's what this film's famous for. Surely the rest of the film's going to be full of other weird, terrible moments. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was many terrible moments, but not weird, (laughs) crazy, terrible moments. And then finally I'm like, oh, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Katie hadn't seen it before. I was like, oh, this is going to be a treat. And then this fucking... Mesh of montage shit and an explosion and then shots I don't remember. I was like, "Am I insane? Did I (laughs) like? How is this happening?" Well, on the Blu-ray itself, it has an alternate, what they call the alternate ending, which makes it seem like it wasn't the real release. And the alternate ending, you can watch it on YouTube if you want to. It's in 1080p. It's Blu-ray condition. It's beautiful. It's much of that. You definitely see some close-ups of the shark's beard with the blood coming out of its mouth. You see the wide shot as it sinks under the water. You do not get the full spearing of it, like, vertical with the thing going through. There's another version, which is in much lower grade, because it's just ripped from VHS and stuff like that, that you can see on YouTube, which is the version I sent to all of you to see, where the original ending, and it's not the alternate, this is the original ending. This is the version that went out into cinemas and was originally on things before... What happened was it got terrible reviews and it got ripped apart. So when the film then went international, they refilmed and re-edited the ending of this movie to be different. They also had feedback that people didn't like that Peebles died. So they brought Peebles back as well. So the original, I can't remember if the original, if it was just a test version for Peebles or not, if they addressed that before the original launch, but he was definitely meant to die and definitely did in the original cut. But 100% the original released version of this film is that Shoddy VHS version I sent you, where you literally see the shark jump out. They spear it entirely. That's why the boat cracks because of the weight of this fucking shark on the front of their boat. They all get in the water. The shark like sinks with the spear like through its body, and it's very memorable. And I'm so broken hearted that that is not the version that people now get to see with this movie because that's the highlight. <laughs> like
2: I don't, I don't, enough. yeah, I don't see how anybody thought the alternative was better
3: like yeah and then people with people complaining about the movie that's what they were complaining about Mm. that's what they chose to change or was the other stuff just too expensive to change and they're like yeah we'll just give you a new ending
0: but the rest is like you complain about it because it's we'll get there in a second i guess see what we complain about but you complain about it because it's weird it's bizarre the voodoo implications or whatever or the psychic but you don't really see much this is like visuals you know this is Mm -hmm. a scene that That is like, everyone would leave the film going, you can't believe how they killed the fucking shark in this movie. It's insane. See, I'm honestly brokenhearted about that. Anyway, this was the only Jaws film to receive a PG-13 rating. This was Sargent's final theatrical movie. He did shoot lots of TV, but this is his last theatrical. The shark's roar in the climax comes from a Tom and Jerry cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) called The Milky Way from 1946. It's reportedly... I don't know if it's true or not. It's reportedly there because the sound editor thought the idea of a shark roaring was so ridiculous that he refused to make any new sounds for it. So when they kept pushing him to put in a roar, he's like, fine, I'm putting in a fucking Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, as we said, there was a subplot about Kane smuggling drugs onto the island. These scenes were actually shot and deleted. Roy Scheider was supposed to be the first shark's victim. Richard Dreyfuss was also meant to be in this movie, but of course, declined. Smart man. He was not going to be killed, though, I believe. He would have just finally got to fool around. Mm. with uh,
3: Ellen.
1: Mrs. Brody.
0: Very tragically, this is just like a little bit of trivia. Very tragically, this was one of the last movies Judith Barsi, who was like the little kid who gets on the banana boat, did. She died a year later. She was 10 years old. Oh, my
3: God. How? Jeez.
0: I don't know all the things. Cursed film. (laughs) Hmm.
3: It is a cursed film.
0: And my last little bit here is Michael Caine when he was later on. So at a time, he was like, hey, Jules One was a great movie. I'm very proud to be a part of this, blah, blah, blah. Later on, admitting... <laughs> this is his quote. I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it is terrible. However, I have seen the house that it built, and it is terrific. <laughs> 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 but yeah, perfectly. Wow. Got a nice well, paycheck. Yeah, very good. All right, so... That's it. We finished the end of this journey. In a second, we're going to select what film we're going to be covering next week. But before we get there, let's quickly talk about George The Revenge. Let's start with Tom this week.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, how do you sum up a movie like George's Revenge? Funnily enough, I think, weirdly, I, because my expectations were much lower for this, I think I enjoyed it more than the third one. I think objectively it's worse than the third one, but I think I probably enjoyed it more because I went in with those lower expectations. I was expecting it to be one of the worst films ever. And like weirdly, once you establish that the family's all back and the shark is coming for them, I was like, okay, this is totally absurd. I'm going to enjoy this. It's going to be dumb fun. But then it becomes this, yeah, this weird, serious psychodrama. And I'm kind of overanalyzing it, thinking like, am I just imagining like all the stuff we talked about earlier with the Oedipus complex stuff and the transferring of the fear of the shark and the trauma? I was like, what is going on here? And is Hoagie the bad guy? And yada, yada, yada. But then 25 minutes to go, it almost flicks back to like, okay, now here's the big fuck off shark kill the banana boat scene or whatever, and like, okay, let's go crazy again. But then at that point, nobody's died, nothing's really happened. And I mean, plus points I put down the shark kind of has a personality <laughs> because <laughs> the, the film makes us think that it's got a personal vendetta. So even with that, it's like, okay, this shark's got a bit of character to it, unlike three or, or two. And I thought the deaths were pretty cool. Like, the Sean death at the start, I really liked. And the Banana Boat death, I thought, was, like, pretty nasty and pretty traumatising. And even the Mario Van Peebles fake-out death with that cool shot underwater was pretty good. But, I mean, ultimately, if you're going to make a film called Jaws of Revenge about the personal vendetta shark has against the Brody family, you have to either go completely balls-out or not at all. And it sort of sacrifices that it's so bad, it's good territory to just being so bad it's fucking shit So,
0: <laughs> Allie
3: I agree with a lot of what you said, it's a very confusing movie just the whole time I was really frustrated with how obsessed Michael was with Hoagie being such a bad guy, it's hilarious understanding it from a perspective as an Oedipus story but cutting out the fact that he is kind of a bad guy and he's a drug smuggler and might be intertwined with some bad people having that in there would have helped me a lot just because throughout most of the movie I was really frustrated that he Michael was more concerned with Hoagie being a bad guy while he's staring at a shark <laughs> instead of being concerned about the shark that it's is in front of him and I agree the revenge stuff they just needed to like really dive into that idea for me to have fun with it they don't address it enough they don't make it clear enough they don't really talk about it much other than The music is like, oh, no, it's there's fantastical things happening. She can tell that it's here. If they were to at least have her explain it in depth or have a discussion with Michael about it, as ridiculous as it is, I would have accepted it more in this world if they had done that. So I don't think I had as much fun as I did in the third movie. I still had a, f- like a fairly good time, as terrible of a movie as this is. Like I enjoyed the setting. I enjoyed the bad jokes that Jake was making. I had fun watching these characters. I thought the little girl was really well-written, and she did a good job pulling off the funny questions and funny comments she was making. So not a great movie, but it's, I had a fine time watching it.
0: Alex?
1: Yeah, so for me, obviously, the opening was sort
0: of very triggering for me. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with how we're using the word triggering, but the way, <laughs> I'm connected with this fucking movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, triggering in is as far as like just having a very, like yeah, very like deep response to it because seeing it as a kid, it was, it was quite traumatic. But at the same time, I, I still really enjoy that opening and the setting in Amity. I think Sean's death is really cool and, yeah, really horrific. And I like that pairing of him alone and screaming for help while the sort of town goes on and, and that it's this Christmas setting as well and that it's winter and it's a time of year that we haven't seen in this town, you know, that's removed from the summer and tourism. And I really like that. And I really liked going into this opening and then setting it up that Ellen has all this trauma and that she's kind of losing her mind a little bit as far as what she thinks is happening. And I like that as an entry point. But the moment they go to the Bahamas, it all just very quickly goes downhill for me. And what happens is is that they very quickly or almost immediately tell us that this is a shark that is seeking revenge, that her sort of PTSD trauma irrationality is in fact true. But what they try and do is they still seed it in this drama of her having PTSD, but we already know that it's this mystical, magical kind of bullshit And those two things never align and can never align because they're like polar opposites. Mm. And it's just like, you then just have this mess of, and and kind of slow, boring, drawn out, grounded drama of like, let's sort of explore this sort of emotional struggle between all these people and these, this family, but it doesn't work because we know there's a fucking magic voodoo (laughs) shark out there that's after them and, it, and that, it's just like those two things just never reconcile and mm. it just makes it like this long drag and i much would have preferred even if they had gone to the bahamas of like okay what is the emotional turmoil here and you know maybe it is this purely coincidental incident of a shark but how that is like affecting their dynamics and and how they're going to cope with it or other than that maybe stay in amity and play with that idea more so it's just like a real mess, and ultimately it's like okay, if you're going to make a bad film, it's like you guys are saying, Ali and Tom, of like, okay, if you're going with the vengeful shark, then fucking go all in. Mm. Let's see some more shark attacks. Like let's let's, <laughs> let's have, have a film setting that's, up
0: more traps. Yeah, <laughs> like let's
1: just go crazy and just have fun with it then, and just and that's my point of like it doesn't reconcile these two sort of tones that it wants. And so you just, it becomes this long drawn out sort of thing where it's like you've set up a vengeful shark, like just go for it then, like give us more of what we want because sort of like you were saying, Tom, I agree. I think the, the kills, the two and a half kills <laughs> that are, are fun and inventive and maybe like you're saying, Al as well, could have been edited a little bit differently, but they like provide a boost of sort of energy and, and excitement in this film, which is just like really, really lacking throughout. Mm. So that it gets to the point where it's like three was a bad film. But like I said, even though I felt sort of bored in chunks of that, I feel that watching that together would have just been a real fun time. Whereas I think you could be with a group of friends and watch this and it's just, you would laugh at a few bits, but you're not really going to have fun mm. <laughs> watching it. It's disappointing because you can see what they were trying to do, but it's just... The ideas just didn't—they didn't marry their ideas very well, and yeah, and it's just really, really bad in not a fun way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're all celebrating very low-hanging fruit. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> like think about how far we've fallen from Jaws. I know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. insane yeah although but it's the thing we just came off of a little while ago to road pursuit slasher series and again like if any of you watch the hitcher and then go to hit the hitcher two, like there's ne- that fall made me realize just how far masterpieces can fall mm. at least here it's been a slide you know a water slide i guess <laughs> i feel the opposite of tom in that i think objectively this is better than the third one in terms of the acting's a little bit more sensible, I guess. Mm. The filming of some of the elements is a little more traditional. I mean, none of it in an interesting, visionary way. Just like there was stuff in the third one that's insane how it was shot, particularly with the effects. Like, there's nothing in here remotely like the effects of the third one. But I have much better time with the mm. third one. And the thing that's really surprised me is this film i got down here. This movie is listed among 100 most enjoyably bad movies ever made in the official Razzie movie guide. And it's on many lists as that. And lots of, I listen to podcasts, you know, to like, whenever we're getting ready for these, I'll listen to other people's opinions and hear like their stories and stuff to like get an idea for what the cultural kind of zeitgeist is for each movie. And people have a great fucking time with this movie. And I can't fathom it. This is a movie for people who are so bad, it's amazing. For me, it's not because of everything you've all been saying. Like, it's stuck between these two things. It's like, sure, you could have gone. I'm all with it. Sure, ignore number three. And I will say, I do think going into this one, even if you want to see three, I think knowing that this one isn't tied to three makes it better because then I can understand at least the characters. And I'm not like, my brain was 50% on none of this makes sense with what's come before. But I love my idea of let's just finish off a trilogy. Let's try and be more serious about it. Let's do that then, the Christmas theme Amity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all for that, let's go there. The vibe from the opening, like I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything, but it's totally fine. I hear what you were saying about it. Let's continue with that. And switching it to the Bahamas is like, well, I don't mind that, but that's a different movie. And your excuse then for getting the shark yeah. there is just f- makes everything fall apart. And if you're not gonna put all the voodoo stuff in there and you're just hinting at it, it's like you either need to be the, yeah, this stupid, stupid movie, Or you need to be taking it seriously and try and close out the trilogy. And instead, we're stuck in between. And what we've got, the only thing I take away from this movie is the great sweater commercial for the lead guy because he just looks fucking great (laughs) the whole time. That's it. Like, it's really boring. And it really shocked me because I went into it going, cool, I know people have more fun with this than the third one. I had a lot of fun with the third one. Here we go. And instead, I was just like am I watching Lassie? Like, Mm -hmm. am I watching just like a middle daytime melodrama? Mm -hmm. I do think, yeah, the kills in this are better than the third one, but there's two. There's only two, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's -hmm. like
3: bookending the movie.
0: Yeah. And the fact that they've removed the most memorable part Mm -hmm. of this film, which is the shot being speared by the boat is unfathomable to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, that was all you had. That was it. And you took it away. So no, it's really tough because again, when it's that thing when we get to the wrap up and we have to like put all these in order of like, do you place personal enjoyment over what's actually a credibly better film? Yeah. Mm. You know, it's really it's hard with those one. things. But I 100% had a much better time last week and I will definitely return to Jaws 3D with friends. Mm. Don't think I'll ever need to come back to Jaws Revenge again.
1: Yeah. If, if someone was going to ask me like, how should I watch the Jaws films? I would tell them to watch, watch it as a trilogy and then enjoy Jaws 3D as like this outlier Sort of like the spin-off comic spin-off, liked. yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we'll get to there. Like we'll get in the wrap-up. Well, there you go. That was yours. The revenge, <laughs> revenge. I guess was happened. Three out of ten. I mean, the IMDb score. That is interesting. It gets lower than the last one, even though people seem to like him.
1: Hmm. I wonder if Spielberg's watched any of these sequels. Mm.
0: <sighs> Can you imagine?
1: Can I imagine? Mean, he, he, he probably must it. Yeah, he'd probably he probably felt great
3: hurt. about himself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, i had all my problems and i made a masterpiece. Yep. <laughs>
3: yeah. you had like my problems made money. my movie better yeah
0: yeah i
1: had a drunk robert shaw and he gave an oscar-worthy
0: <laughs> performance yeah just wrangle fucking michael Caine. next week we will be covering a film that we're going to decide in a brief second but again please do we are geeks follow subscribe and all of that stuff you can follow me on the social medias as mr Al white on everything including xbox alex you've been playing some man eater have you yeah i started that yesterday i'm gonna talk about it in a wrap-up so don't say anything yet. okay cool (laughs) get there but we're going to be doing that in wrap-up so in a couple of weeks we're talking about that video game is it online i think it's online isn't it is it yeah i don't know know. well look you can play that with me if you want on the xbox tom how can people harass you publicly
2: they can send handwritten letters to my address or they can go to dine and autumn on any of the things ali how can people not harass you publicly because you're a woman, and you deserve respect.
3: You can harass me publicly. We believe in equality Tom deserves here. No respect. If you're harassing Tom, you harass me. And oh, you can do nice. that. Thank you. You're
0: going to have a hellish life from now on, Allie. Not Let me tell at you what, my Tom physical address, forward, forward but you can do it on social
3: media. Not at okay. my address. Tom,
0: I mean, you just heard Tom's chat-up line sliding a drink down a bar and saying, catch up, bitch. Yes, so I wasn't my that direction. was I my wasn't line.
3: Man. Tom's line is about angry welters. I think Tom and I, I would right? do great I've work gone. together. We could be each other's yeah. wingmen at a bar.
0: <laughs> Alex is happily married, so he doesn't have any <laughs> lines. His line oh, is I, flinging I his underpants <laughs> at his wife. That's yeah, his exactly. Line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Landed on the face. It's time.
3: <laughs> you can, after all that, find me on Instagram if you still care about me as a person. At Ali Sue.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you could say it if Alex. you want.
1: Uh, you can fling your undies at me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexander
0: Chard. It's
3: the new Facebook poke.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fling, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> fling undies, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do it. I'm exci- I'll be honest, I'd be more excited about this bit than talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> if you haven't been following along, then what is wrong? You're living life in the wrong order go back and listen to our previous jaws shows but next week we're going to be doing something we haven't done before we're going to be throwing in a special extra episode or one-off shot movie to see how jaws basically we just weren't ready to leave the ocean yet we wanted a little bit more chompy mm. chomp. and i didn't want us to leave with the taste of the revenge in our mouths so we'll see what we will be left with We are only watching movies that have big cinematic release and we're not watching movies that have franchises. Open Water is out. 47 Meters Down is out. Deep Blue Sea is out. It leaves us with five movies. I did some more research. These are basically it. We've got The Shallows, Bait, Shark Knight 3D, The Reef, and The Meg. I'm going to go around each of you. You've all not been talking to each other about this. You've made your selections. We're going to see if anybody overlaps. And if not, madness is going to ensue. If not, then we vote from those three. Yeah, are we giving you like a top three or... Yeah, no, if not, then I, I will find a way from those three. No, 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 Just do, do we just want to hear which one you're selecting. Okay. Have you picked a couple then? No, I've just got a top three in case...
3: I have a I top have, like, three I mean, it would make well. it better.
0: If we got a top two, would make it better. If, if you have a second place and a first place, then we'll definitely get overlap, won't we? Well, we hope. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Tom's looking in panic, so we're going to come to him last... Ali, let's start with you. What is your number two? Well, sorry, number one choice. Let's go with that first. What's your number My
3: one? number one choice is The Meg.
0: The Meg. Okay. You like yourself some Jason Statham. Yep. Um, what, and I've read your, the
3: Racist and Sexist book as well.
0: That's a good point. Salo. What is your follow-up choice and your backup? The Reef. Racist and sexist. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> Delicious combination. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> Alex, what is your top pick? The Reef. The Reef. And what is your backup?
1: The Shallows. All
0: the thes. <clears throat> yeah. No love for Bait or Shark Night 3D yet. <laughs> bait was actually my, th-
3: my That's third. That's my third also.
0: Well, no, really? Okay, well, I'll put it down just in case that helps us. We are coming to Thomas now, and I'm biding as much time as I can to let his brain cogs. Well,
2: work. it was but only please. because I wanted to double check. There's only two that I haven't seen, and they are, number one, Shark Night 3D and Bait.
3: <laughs> are those your choices? Or so or you just wanted the one to do one that seen? you
2: hadn't seen? Yeah, they were my two, yeah.
0: So, Shark Night 3D was your first one?
2: The two that people have (laughs) in (laughs) bed.
1: Right. Bait was my third. Al,
3: what are your choices? There's four of us here. I was trying to let
0: it be up to you all because I tend to pick the movies that we're covering.
3: I picked this franchise.
0: If I was going to go through them, because I have obviously seen all of these. The Shallows, I'm in the rare minority of. I don't like it, but I would watch it again and cover it because I don't mind covering films I don't like. Bait, I remember having a really good time with. So, that's one I was like... Definitely, yeah. I'm like that's at least a fun, stupid movie. Shark Night 3D. I always want to like, but every time I go back, it's so bad. It's so bad. So like, that's one. My only worry is us all watching it separately. You know, it's one if we're watching it together. I would right. lean into it. Maybe the Reef is legitimately a good movie. It's not amazing, but it's a legitimately good, actually tense, cool independent movie. So that's like if we wanted one, it was actually the scariest one for sure is the Reef, and then the Meg. I've mean, only watched that once and I've read the book as well and I had a good time with that stupid fucking movie and it does actually have I think many parallels to the sequels of Jaws you know so yeah that's true. so I would personally probably I don't know it doesn't matter Ali we've got The Meg then at number one The Reef at number two Bait at number three Alex The Reef at number one The Shallows at number two Bait at number three Tom we've got Shark Knight 3D at number one Bait at number two would you have a third one Tom
2: Well, not really I would if I could remember the difference between The Shallows and The Reef but I can't I can't remember. Shallows
0: what. is the one that you... It's the expensive Blake Lively on a surfboard. The shark is stopping her getting back to the beach.
2: Yeah, did we see the reef at Fry Fest? I don't know
0: if it was at Fry or not. We, you and I were just watching a lot of shark movies, so... Oh,
2: I, mm, maybe.
0: The reef is with a collection of people, and their boat, like... Capsizes. Yeah, like, starts sinking, and
2: it's a true story. Reef, then, probably.
0: Reef is your third.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, any chance to enjoy a Jason Statham movie feels like well this is up, the thing it? I mean
0: this is all falling apart uh, <laughs> <laughs> technically if Tom does that then we do have three votes for the Reef at number one number two and at number three we have two votes for bait, which is at number three for Alex and Ali only one vote sorry and Tom so bait's in all three as well which is at three three and two and then yeah only one vote for the Meg and only one vote for the Shallows and only one vote for Shark Knight so I feel like we should get rid of all three of those since there's only one vote for each of those yep okay Which leaves us really with the Reef or Bait, because they both have equal amount of votes.
2: Which one has the highest IMDB score?
0: Oh, interesting. I mean, I could think I can guess.
2: It's going to really come
0: down to, do we want a bad good time? Or do we want like a a more of a serious actual, could be scary? Do we want to like pay respect to the original in terms of we're trying to make it spooky? Or do we want to just have a silly time? My personal feeling is... The Reef, by the way, gets 5.8 on IMDB. Bait gets 5.2, so... Much Ooh, of a much less. Yeah.
1: Cause I, I feel like the thing with the last two Jaws films that sort of kept coming up is what we've missed by not watching it altogether. Mm. So yeah, so I'd want to lean more towards something
2: that's a bit
3: Can more still be enjoyed Serious,
1: serious.
2: Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. I like I haven't seen anything that's remotely scary. Well, Joe, Joe's 3D had that scene where they're trapped in the, in the flooding thing. That was kind of scary. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of agree with Alex. Like something that's, yeah, in the spirit of the first one, actually trying to be a scary movie and maybe even succeeds slightly.
0: Okay. I would say Bait in my, I mean, uh, so who's seen Bait? Yeah, I've seen Bait.
2: Alex has. Who's seen Roof? I'm, oh, I'm pretty probably. sure like, I've seen Roof. One of yeah. each.
0: Bait is, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but I feel like Bait is basically kind of like the cruel of shark movies i watched like, the without, trailer not it looked done like as that. well yeah it's not done as well but it's that kind of movie where they're definitely still trying to be scary but they're trying to have fun at the same time it's not yeah. like shark night 3d is just bad whereas the reef is just like yeah low budget more like open water in terms of let's have some actual you know spookies how do you feel Allie?
3: i would vote for the reef out of those two
0: okay if, right. you two, if you two are leaning towards something more serious, then let's give the Reef a go. I mean, it is respected. Like, if we're going to go with one that's more respective and maybe not that many end people. We can bookend with people two
3: have... expe- <laughs> respected movies. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of our listeners, it might be one that some people haven't actually watched yet because people the other ones have bigger, more commercial releases, whereas the Reef was Australian and a little smaller. So, hmm. yeah, know, works for me. Let's do it. I'm probably going to watch both, to be honest. Because anyway. you now we've talked about Yeah, bait, I'll, so.
1: probably end up, I'll probably yeah. end up watching all of those on the list. Yeah, including
3: the franchises that are yeah. not up for grabs in this mm, podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. well, if we get to, when we get to wrap up, if we've watched any other ones, just as our own personal enjoyment time, we can mention them. Yeah. Okay, so Sorry? next week then, we'll be reviewing The Reef. The Reef. All Thank you, everybody, for joining me. We will see you next Friday. Until then, stay safe. We're out. Geeks. Geeks.